Launch them out of the tube. Let's look at the handy dandy board. Looks like we're in episode number 326. Nice. Ooh. 326. Yeah, that's good. Ooh, nice round nice. number. It's got, I think it's legal now. I think, really I think the podcast yeah. is legal. Podcast <laughs> is legal. 326. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. Totally legal. It's graduated. Um, yeah. I, you guys, we have had, um, we've just dropped a couple of podcasts. So you guys are going to be. You, I don't know when the fuck you're going to listen to this. It's not like they show, they show up every Monday. Um, so Probably yeah, yeah. never. I'm never going to Exactly. <laughs> Who knows? The world may have stopped turning by then. But here's the crazy thing. We have had so much happen for just being like maybe the first week of actual what anybody would call usable weather, right? And so that being said, a lot of things have happened. So as far as riding goes, yeah, we were doing really good. And then we had snow. All right. And then uh, they dumped 93, they dumped a year's worth of salt in one day. Yep. And now we've had, today has been literally rain for the past 12 hours at least. Which is good. Which Plains is all the fucking work. great, yeah. you know, which I totally approve of. And that's what it's going to take to make the roads drivable. Hey guys, salt's a preservative. It doesn't go bad. You can wait till next year. You don't have to use it all up this year. We checked. There's no fucking shelf life on salt. And we live over Lake Erie <laughs> where it's all free. Right? So all the salt we want, all we got to do is carry it up. All we got to do is bring it up. I bet you a lot of the salts that you can buy beg to differ because it'll say like best buy date just because they want you to buy more of it. Yeah. 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 I'm sorry. My salt's gone bad. How would, the, how would you fucking know? Look. It's not as salty, dude. It's been, it's oh been salt for thousands of years. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, I'm no, telling you, if you're a prepper, buy it, stock up on salt. Salt never goes bad, and it makes everything a lot better, and you can preserve things. And, yep. The Egyptians, again, foundation of their whole goddamn thing. Yeah. So uh, when we talk about what's been happening here in Cleveland, everyone wants to know. It's like, well, what the fuck's been going on? Well, what's been going on is we're like a bunch of... In fucking sane Jack Russell Terriers right now. We've all been in the crate way too long. Way too long. And it's like, we're waiting for somebody to open the crate. We're waiting for our owners to go come home because we've already shit ourselves. We've already pissed the crate. We've already pulled anything through that was touching the crate. We've all pulled it into the crate and destroyed your dry cleaning. We have done all the horrible things that you can do while still in that crate. And to wit, like you guys were able to get some riding in. Mm. You guys have done some rides. Mm. You've gone and covered some distances. Oh, yeah. But we are so fucking pent up at this point that people are going apeshit. Yes, AMA Vintage Days is officially happening. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Guys, everybody chill the fuck out. Get off the internet. Quit believing other people. They are selling swap meet spaces they are selling tickets we have them it's been confirmed just be cool <laughs> bitch be cool <laughs> bitch be cool yeah no shit it is going to happen we're all gonna go it's gonna be fucking great it's on like donkey kong it's not gonna get shut down it's not gonna get canceled at this point i don't think i'm willing to go out on a limb here oscar tell me about the swag related to your 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 hoodie because, oh again, God. we're talking about events that are happening and events that aren't happening. And let's go around the table once just because we're all here. To my left. Uh, Steve Sleepy. To his left. Oscar. His. Dan Kromke. To his left. Johnny Mac. And to his left. Nick. We're a kind of a short crew today. <laughs> a little bit shy, right? But it's okay. It fits nicely around the table. So tell me, tell the crew what you've told me today about, well, when you plan to have an event. So I was looking online because two years ago we went to the Elliman, and I remember that we saw a jacket 
that had like the ins- you could yep. have the inserts and it was really nice. Didn't pull the trigger, but I was like, eh, I'll just double check to see if it's online, if it's still available through the usual scumbags. And as it turns out, in the official website of the Isleman TT mm-hmm. swag, they are already selling 2021 swag because it's not going to happen. And that's the the company we were talking about is, in fact, called RST. So um, RST everywhere. And I know to people who who live, you know, uh, in England, they are very familiar with the brand. But here in the United States, RST is not a popular brand. It's not a brand that we acknowledge as being like, oh, you know, you got to send those new RST leathers. Or I was down at Cycle Gear and I saw RST leathers hanging on the wall. So the RST is not a brand that we're... It's not Joe Rocket. It's It's not not Joe Rocket. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. But yet when we were over there at the Isle of Man, we saw RST shit everywhere, Everywhere. you know? And that's a really... um, it's kind of like the official, I'm not going to say it's the official brand, because as we know, there's really two brands. There's uh, TT is like a brand, and then there's also like the mountain course, so like the, yeah, the, you know, the, the, the jacket you're wearing. And so it is very funny that there's TT Isle of Man stuff. There's basically two companies that you can buy shit from hmm. and when you're on the island. And the weird thing is price control. Yeah. You do see them at the same price all the time. That brown leather jacket... Um, that's the Isle of Man TT Roadster jacket RST is 169 pounds. That's, you know, in, in our money, that's about 199 bucks. That's a hell of a good deal for a beautiful brown leather jacket yep. with cool racing stripes on it. It's very much like that Moto Guzzi uh, Grizzo jacket that you got mm-hmm. um, because you were the one that the lucky one that fit in it. I love that jacket. Yeah. In the game of Cinderella, <laughs> you won. Yeah, you won that deal because if that thing would have been any huskier, I would not have let you have that. But it was the perfect thing. I couldn't, and I tried. I battled. I fought my way into it, and I got the zipper most of the way up. And I was like, "Fuck no, man! I can't. It looks amazing, <laughs> but I can't wear it because I was ready for a German porn shoot." Uh, <laughs> it's like it's perfect. It fits great. Now pee on me. But when? <laughs> but, but when aren't you ready for a German porn shoot? That's exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. It was so. I mean, it hurt me so bad to give that jacket up and to have it not fit. But anyway, I digress. So they printed up. So. I went online um, after the 2020 one was canceled. Right. So after everybody admitted the 2020 wasn't happening, I went online and I went to all the places who sell uh, Isle of Man official memorabilia merchandise. And I bought um, the economy was in really bad shape. Everybody was like, support your friends, support people, buy things from people you like and support the things you enjoy. So I bought you know, five or $600 worth of swag from the Isle of Man souvenir shop. And Oscar got some, and I was just like, I just bought way too much of it. You might never be back again, though. I was terrified, right? Yeah. I was terrified. It was and you're one and done, one chance to go to the Isle of Man. So you to have the, live large. Yeah, have the stuff that's marked 2020 would be hilarious because we were there in 2019, and then 2020 is the year that didn't happen. Yep. And now 2021 is the year that didn't happen. Oh, shit. Um, well, so can't you make up them stuff and then when it gets canceled, just be like, then canceled. Like, then you just market it as <laughs> the canceled one. Stamp. And then just put, or, or cool. put like, fuck COVID. Like, after, after you, have, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's oh, yeah. not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. And I just, I just really got the, I, I did get a kick out of it that you said that they they printed up 2021 because I mean I'm sure that at some point three months ago when somebody had to make the decision mm-hmm. we need to produce the stuff now yeah yeah I mean a lot of the the, the stuff they they sell doesn't have the year mm-hmm. 
But a lot of it does. Yeah, exactly. Well, they, they well have if you to were going to print up stuff, stuff that didn't have the year, this would have been the year to You're print up stuff it. that doesn't right. have the year. Yeah, right. I mean, shit. We joked about that for years. We were talking about if we did rally patches or we did rally shirts or whatever, you know, for like uh, Mods versus Rockers, just don't put the year on it. Mm-hmm. Right. Because then it's evergreen. You can sell it forever. And you can be like, oh, well, what was, was that the 2017 shirt or the 2019 Who shirt? Who gives a fuck, dude? It's, it's a like an old shirt. motorcycle. Depends on when you bought it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> What's stamped on the title? Yeah, exactly. And that's it really, that's fucking hilarious. So the fact that that, that, that happened is yeah. just, you know, and again, there's nowhere, I, there's nowhere I'd rather be, right? That's but, where but you I'd know like that to people be. People right that are, they're, hopefully 2022, they're going to come back. People that go to the aisle yep. and they see that stuff, they're going to buy it. I mean, yes. they're, they're, obviously they're not going to mark it up <laughs> as if it was like brand new, but yeah, just it, for. And that, uh, and that stuff too, when we went there, keeping in mind that when we were there, it was the hundredth running. So mm-hmm. they've had a hundred times to get their merchandising on target. <laughs> <laughs> they they yeah. know exactly what they're doing. And that is kind of cool because yeah, you do, when you go to the, the TT, you always want to bring home cool souvenirs right. and shit. And I love that crap. So that's that's super fun, super we cool. We were in the antique store. We were buying like random stuff in the like a little flea market thing. I love that. <laughs> yeah, fucking, I love it too. The, the, <laughs> one, of the, one of my favorite shops that we went in was an antique store. Yeah. We went into an antique store, and it was hilarious because not only is it just an antique shop, but it's also fifty-year-old Isle of Man souvenir shit. Yep. Yeah. So fifty-year-old TT yeah. shit. Yeah. And I was like, this is cool, and you know. I don't care that it says 1993 on it. That's even kind of cooler. This yeah. is 93 on it. Yeah. I have like a really old, like business card holder, like yeah. metallic one from the other man. I was like, fuck that. It's <laughs> super cool. Who knows yeah. where from? And if you're going to get souvenirs, don't get the fresh souvenirs. Don't it's cooler the, to buy people oh, yeah. souvenirs stuff, that are yeah. vintage. Uh, yeah. Old stuff. Yeah. yeah. That's really neat. I, I had a good time with that. And I kind of thought that was, well, I mean, if it yeah. did have 2020, it has so some of the stuff has 2021. You said, right? Yeah. 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 It'd be kind of cool. Like what if it doesn't even come back? And then you have the ghost. Shut your here. mouth. Oh, yeah, yeah exactly. Saying, Fuck like, you, Steve. Well, I, I, I was thinking it, I didn't want to say it. It's like you guys went yeah. for the hundredth running. Yeah. What if that's the last one? Yeah. There well, were only then we 100. went to the last one then. Yeah. <laughs> so many things that happened um, that are so weird. Like we we appropriated that tile, oh, right? So I'll, I'm going to yeah. go get it. Imagine if you were the one that actually jinxed the whole fucking thing. I was going to say with, something well, about that, but I wasn't oh, sure if you wanted to say something. And it's 19, dude. 2019. <laughs> oh my god. So yeah. So um, the Isle of Man scoreboard. So if anybody's you know if anybody's backstory, interested, yeah. the Isle of Man scoreboard is very low tech. So they have these things that are called slates. That's called a slate. Okay. And technically, it's not really it's not really a slate, right? Is that so like a fiber board? It's literally like a roofing tile or something. Yeah. It's fiber board. Masonite. Thank you. It's Masonite. And it's got about 900 coats of black paint on it because the Cub Scouts and the Girl Scouts have been running the timer, the timing board, the leaderboard at the Isle of Man for about 100 years. And so every year, the Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts come out and they write, you know, in paint very hastily. They write paint on there and it's what it is. And I'll pass it around so the crowd can see it. But so Oscar and I, one of the nights, it was after practice. Right. Right. And they had rained out. So there's never been a rainier or wetter, damper or more moist. Yeah, there weren't anybody in there. Right. And so we were hanging out and just basically sneaking around, being tourists, taking pictures, going up on the podium. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, (laughs) literally, we were standing (laughs) at the fucking podium in the rain. (laughs) We took all the stupid pictures, right? Mm -hmm. So we did that and we started looking around for like trash, like stuff that we could steal. 
And so as we're looking around, they have a bunch of these slates. And Underneath the, yeah, yeah. the guy that we were shacking up with was a major souvenir Don't hound. Don't say like, that way, man. Dude, you already think we're, we're gay, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the person we're, you were renting from. Hey, yes. No, no, no. The guy, guy? Was, <laughs> Fuck you. the guy that was renting. <laughs> we were sharing a house with him. Renting yeah. with. We were renting with. Our cohabitant. All right. Our hetero love mate. You were shacking up. <laughs> anyway, but we were totally shacking up with him. Yeah. But he was like. He was making you breakfast and he, shit. No, I was making no, him he breakfast. Was totally oh, other way around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes, Oscar. I made all the breakfast. Yeah, yeah. I love making breakfast. But anyway. Favors paid, favors owed, man. You know? Right. Oh, jeez. So, yeah. You got a full belly? Well, I got a full ball sack. Yeah, Did we'll go there. Did you say favors hoed? Hoed. But the. Um, he was really into like getting signatures. Like he yeah, really he, wanted he was, to. He was doing yeah, that. He thing. wanted uh, to get people's autographs. Kind of sketchy, but yeah, he was doing that stuff. Yeah, but he was like, he was really into it. Like, wasn't he like like talking to kids? He was talking to get signatures yeah. from the guy. That was. You're not making that up. He's, no, no, he's for real. Oscar's he, he not bullshit. paid money for a kid to talk to the guy oh, to right. get a signature from. Him. Right. That's a solid strategy. It is, but <laughs> again, did you really get his autograph? Did you really? Really? Or did you use a child? I but used a child. He was very pr- <laughs> he was very proud of the fact that he was clever enough to right. get that autograph right. Right. because the guy was like, I'm not signing autographs. But then this, you know, eight year old girl comes up and goes, Hey you're mister, my, you're my did hero. You me, 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 me. Dude. Well, who do I make this out to? Martin. <laughs> <laughs> if I uh, if I go back about ten or fifteen episodes, because yeah. the last fifteen have been pretty interesting. Yeah. I can find little snippets and really put together an awful, awful piece yeah. on small children. Oh God. Oh, yeah, God. We don't want it. No. So, <laughs> somehow okay. we keep getting into stuff. All that's right. Very All right. It's been nice knowing you guys. <laughs> yeah, <it's>, okay. <laughs> FBI, open up. So <laughs> when we were taking our ride around the island, so the guy's house we rented, uh, the guy's a taxi cab driver. He drives cabs professionally around the island. And he said, Hey, since you guys are renting my house for an atrocious amount of money, it was actually, it was an embarrassing amount of money that we paid to have this house. But he was like, the least I can do is I can put you guys in my car and I'll give you guys the hottest lap of Isle of Man we can give you. And he did. And he scared the fucking <laughs> shit out of us. And the guy is straight up. He knows every turn he's lived there his whole life. So he's sliding this car sideways through these turns. What kind of car just for the- This was a. Was it Renault? I can't remember. No, it, was, it wasn't. It was, it was the uh, Opal. Oh, the Opal. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. an Opal, right? I believe. But anyway, it's a four-door sedan. And he knows all the turns because he's hugged the tree before. And so this is how the story goes. <laughs> We're going about 125 miles an hour. I shits thou not. And we go into this corner and he's like, yeah, you know, this car is not bad. Maybe it would have been a Seat, maybe. I don't, but anyway, but it, it was a big, you know, it was a four-door saloon that right. had some power. So he goes, you know, this car is pretty good. It's not as fast as my Audi. My Audi was fucking fast. And I'm like, well, I'm sure it was. Yeah, but you know, I'm going to show you guys the point up here where last year I hit a tree. <laughs> it's coming up over here. It's coming up over here <laughs> as we're going sideways through a turn. And I was like, motherfucker, you hit a tree once. And we're in the car that replaced your better car. <laughs> this, is the one, this is the one you can afford with the insurance settlement. So we know it's not as good as your Audi. So you failed driving the Audi. How are you going to make it through with the Opal Cadet or whatever the fuck we're in right now? And so he's like, you know, he's moving along. And then we were thinking about tree. Like we're thinking like tree, like a tree, you know? No, this was one of the giant redwoods. (laughs) This tree had fallen down across the road in a storm. The tree was gigantic. He earned it. 
I mean, he probably folded the car in half. You can see the chips on the fucking yep. side of the tree of the... <laughs> when yeah. he got uh, the fucking it's tree. It's a it was monster. And he was in the hospital for quite some time. So it was a career-ending, life-changing event for him. But while we were there, our partner, our room partner, our roommate, <laughs> was saying, hey, man, you know, I want I want souvenirs. I want this. I want that. You know, I want to have an interview with Joey Dunlop. And I was oh, like, yeah. oh, he's dead. Uh, you can't, <laughs> can't have that. And so, but, so there were other things. But he was like, yeah, I want to get a slate. You know, like, I want to get, and he said, I want to get a slate from, and he was like, yeah, I don't know if I, and he's literally, the taxi driver was like, I know some people, but I don't think that can happen. You're not, yeah, you're not supposed to take He did get us an interview with Michael Dunlop, mm-hmm. but he'd had a particularly bad day, and Oscar and I talked oh, about it, and it we were bad. like, you know what, this man's lost his entire family to this racing course. He's had a rough day. I don't think he needs to have the fill-in Oscar experience right now, <laughs> so we're going to politely back out. And Yeah, we said no. And we didn't even tell our roommate that we'd been given that option because we knew he would have been like, yes, must go, must go harass a guy. So, (laughs) so right after this all happened, Oscar and I got this very important, very significant souvenir. And so what's really interesting though, is the number 19. So the number 19, first of all, it was 2019. Yeah. And so we had this thing hanging on the wall in our, in our house, you know, that we rented and it was pretty cool baller fucking souvenir from the Isle of Man. We'll probably go to jail for it now if the right guy watches the video. So this number, Daly Matheson, uh, Daly Matheson runs that number, number 19. And so, uh, Daly Matheson actually moved to live at the Isle of Man so he could be better at racing on the Isle of Man. And Daly Matheson died at the Isle of Man this year. That year, the so the year that we were there, 2019. 19. He was number 19, and he, he was the only person that year that, that was. Died, no, right? no, there were three. There were three no, deaths. There, there yeah. was, yeah. yeah, there was at least one other one, but there yeah. was a civilian. Right. Yeah. yeah. On the off days, they were just doing some stupid shit. So at Snugborough, three bikes went into a turn and only can fit two bikes. And that's how you die at Isle of Man. So he was on a BMW S1000 and he didn't make it out of the turn. He didn't make it through the turn and his wife and kids and everything else. And at Isle of Man, they have a a radio system Mm -hmm. that covers the whole island. You get a little headset radio and it says, uh, there's been a bit of an incident at Snugborough. Um, we're going to do a, a hold. We're going to do red flag. We're going to stop the... Yeah, yeah exactly. Perfect. Audio. Perfect. Perfect. I'm cute. I thought you told Good me Foley. not to. Thank you. Good Foley. <laughs> um, and so they said, you know, and so when you're there, you never know. And the thing is, they don't ever say there's been a fatality. They don't ever say there's been a crash. They don't ever say there's, you know, the people from the spectators are in the middle of the road crying. Stop the Nothing. run. That's it. They and just say just that they're, yeah. they're going to stop. They're going to do a hold, red flag the race. And... You, you never find out. Social media will tell you because they are so respectful on that island because family members may be watching, family members may be listening. So rather than put out potentially dangerous information, they don't put out any. Any. They just say there's been an incident, but it was closed down for so long and the road conditions were bad. It was wet, dry, wet, dry, and it was top of the mountain, could be rainy as shit, bottom of the mountain, you're getting a sunburn. It was really weird. So having that souvenir that's number 19, which is Daly Matheson's number, being present for it. And that was the day that we had walked. We had taken the bus and we'd hiked our ass all the way up. We had walked all the way to the Raven about five miles looking at reconnoitering spots. One of the places that we walked past was Snugborough. 
So we walked past the place that later on that day, a guy would have died in yeah. a di- guy died. in. so it's really spooky. Yeah. Like did you, gra- you grabbed that before we grabbed this two days before. Yeah. yeah. So we grabbed this souvenir two days before the incident. And when we saw that it was number 19, that it was daily Matheson that died, we were like, Holy shit. It was shit. just on me. 2019. Yeah. 2019. So there's a lot of 19s, <laughs> yeah. man. So well, I'm pretty sure you're exactly the reason. Yeah, that he- thanks Phil. You jinxed the dude. There's so many. Look, when you're at the Isle of Man, it, you will do dumb shit if you go to the Isle of Man. People will oh, say yeah. things. You're going to get at the... Uh, I look, do dumb shit anywhere. But. <laughs> if you go to the Isle of Man, you always think, it's going to be rowdy, it's going to be drunk, it's going to be crazy. You're going to get there, and people are going to tell you about fairies, and you're going to start believing in them, mm-hmm. and you're going to leave yeah. them gifts. Yep. You're going to go to one yep. of two bridges mm-hmm. and literally give presents to fairies because this is, you know, this is a old you know, pagan thing. And, and the fairies carry a lot of weight on the Isle of Man. So you don't piss them off or you respect them. You give them a tribute. You honor them because you don't want any of your friends on motorcycles to die. <laughs> and this year was the first, the only year that there wasn't a Mad Sunday. And Mad Sunday is usually all you assholes that have motorcycles here. Guess what you're allowed to do? Ride on the track because it's a one-way road at that time. So when the road's one way, that means it's game on, man. And Mad Sunday is called Mad Sunday for a reason. And that usually costs a few lives. Mm. So when you let idiots out there on like Valkyries and shit, um, there you go. (laughs) How does a Valkyrie get to the Isle of Man? I mean, I... I John, the shit we saw there, the, the bikes that rolled up, hand to God, you're like, look at that guy's, that guy's got fucking Spanish license plates. That guy's got Croatian license plates. That guy's got Russian license plates. These dudes ride these bikes, and the ferries are—they'll take anything, dude. The ferry will bring it all. The yeah. boat, not that, the spirit. Not, yeah, not the, not the flying one. The actual yes, the exactly. floating the, one. The, the, floating, the, floating, the, floating, the floating one, not the flying one. Right. Yeah. And we saw we saw some kind of—I can't remember the sport bike. We saw a sport bike that had the widest tires I've ever seen oh, in my life yeah. on a sport bike. It was ridiculous. It was like anime style. You couldn't have possibly you made. Did have a New York license plate or New Jersey? <laughs> <laughs> he had put a paper cup on top of mm-hmm. the, the bike, and it said "Donations for Tires." For tires. Oh. <laughs> but you because know, it was obscene. From everything I've seen in pictures, and then yeah. also just the European thing, those guys don't fuck around with race replicas either. Like they, they like, like when you're looking down the thing, you're like, "Oh wow, the race bikes are here!" And, right. and then you see a plate. It's like yeah. a dude's bike. Like they, they get the rear sets, the whole I mean, everything, just like race yeah. bike. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like it's also the people bring the weird shit out to play. So like day one, we see an Italjet dragster, hmm. and I was yeah. like, "Wow, okay, that's that's saying something. That's kind of fucking cool." But then as we're going along, yes, it's every kind of motorcycle you can think of in the world, and also the entire production run of Ducati Multistratas. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I didn't know they made that many Multistratas. But every white guy over a certain age within 700 miles of the Isle of Man, takes their Ducati Multistrada to the Isle of Man. And remember all the the, the tricked-out CTs that we saw yes. that were, they were doing, yeah, absolutely. going across the, the actual island? Yeah, and we do want to talk about, um, you guys, podcast listeners, will know that uh, Pot, that Lisa, that Liza and the Misfits threw down a challenge. They, uh, they listed their top 10 motorcycles. Now, keep in mind that that story about the, the, the Rob report did of the top 25 motorcycles that we beat to oh, death yeah. uh, was, 10 weeks ago, something yeah, like that, maybe that, something yeah. like that. But we did our, 
our take on the top 25 motorcycles where we gave criticism. And if you look it up, you can figure out what podcast that was and you can listen to it. And it's far better than what Liza did. But the, uh, (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, Phil, I really couldn't agree more with you. Yeah, I know. Uh, so, but anyway, 25 is a bigger number than 10. So, uh, it's at least, you know, it's totally way harder to do 25 than 10. It is. It's 2.5 times Times. more fun. Yeah. Right. So, but Liza did, and in a very ballsy move at the end of her podcast, Liza was like, we're throwing the challenge out to the Cleveland Moto guys. After doing doing a measly 10. They did 10. So like literally that's like showing up. Somebody's tapping on the glass. I don't know. I, I can wave. Oh, they have a helmet. It's probably a... Uh, you think uh, it's Hoff? It's Hoff. I, I think it's a Hoff. Somebody go, Let let go him get in. it. Oh. Let him go. Let's get it. We're coming. Nick, get out of Hoff. Oh, my God. So, so, wait. So, Liza did a top 10. Yeah, so... So, they probably did it in, like, five minutes, right? Yeah, yeah. They did. It took them about 50 minutes, 51 minutes. Oh, oh. Because yeah. oh. they said in the, last, in the last 20 minutes, 30 minutes of their podcast, they're going to do a top 10. Huh. So we've got our version. Um, I'm going to let you know. I, I've got some ideas. i got some suggestions. We're going to, you know, I think we'll, what we'll do is I think we can, I think there was a certain amount of ambiguity on their part. So I think that mm. we can really, if we put our heads together, I'm pretty sure we can, we can do it right. So we're so doing that we, now or just we'll, sort of we'll, teasing? We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Okay. I just want to make, let people know that I know sometimes people like to know what we're talking about in the podcast. Oh, okay. And this is a great opportunity to kind of let people know, hang in there. You know, so we're we'll never going to gonna get to it. Teaser. <laughs> Teaser for two shows in a row. I know sometimes we tease things and we don't actually do them. Uh, but this time, eh, we'll right. actually do it. It's it's okay. We can we can do that. I've actually had people who are Patreon subscribers that have said, um, remember, a beer, grab a beer. remember when you uh, said that you were going to be talking about Ducati and how they got in trouble and everything else? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, we didn't say anything about that because nobody knows. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm going to give you a give you a thing. Yeah, we'd all love to talk about that, but you know who's keeping that shit silent? The courts. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't think they're going to. Yeah, they can totally share a microphone. Yeah. I think we'll be all right. Yeah, it's probably the least. It's probably the least intimate thing you've shared all week. They share everything. <laughs> I'm sorry for being late. What did you ride tonight? A monkey. Yeah, got in the rain. The in the rain. In the rain. But, with shorts. But see, this is a tradition with my wife and I. I have yeah. to watch the NFL draft. Oh, uh, uh, really? And oh, that's so, where it goes tonight? It's in Cleveland. Yeah, it's uh, in Cleveland. So. Oh. Yep. We're going tomorrow, actually, to, oh, really? to the stadium. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, anyway, it's a tradition. My wife and I have <laughs> gone to this for like. 15 years in a row. Okay, yeah. And I, I'm sorry I'm late, but uh, we had to watch the first, like, five or six rounds of the draft. Well, we're going to have to dock your pay, so. Oh, yeah. yeah. So did we win? No, we're, we're like, the 26th. We have the 26th pick, so it won't be until, like, midnight. Oh, it seems like it's. So because we're not the worst team in the world, we don't get first pick anymore. Right. You know what I'll tell you? Sounds like a real fucking nail biter. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's funny though. It's like what I always think is, it's like putting a great engine in a shitty frame, or having a, a shitty engine in a great frame. Right. It's like these guys, these crappy teams, pick like a great quarterback. Right. That will get ground into the earth and and like destroyed, and they'll never have a good career because they're shitty teams. So if they if they would pick like a, a lineman versus a quarterback and let the middle of the road teams pick a quarterback, then they'd have a you know a chance of having a good career. But you know, being the best, 
in in the NFL is almost like a curse. Yeah, well, Cleveland did that for several years in a row. Used their first round draft pick for a quarterback, and right. it never worked out for them. Well, until the last one, but that's because they had built the lineup before they, you know, they got a quarterback. So, I mean, this isn't a football podcast, so I'm sorry. <laughs> well, we rarely but, talk about motorcycles, anyways. So. We drink heavily, and we have so much fun because we scream at the screen, and you know, it's we boo <laughs> Roger Goodell because he's a piece of shit. So. <laughs> and and I mean, and it is sports, and sports are important to people. Sports, yep. no, it's not really important. It's just like the fact that I'm with my wife is what's important right. to me, yep. right. and that's exactly it. You know, that's that's the biggest part of it is literally spending time, and that's <laughs> if that's the catalyst that makes it happen. Rock on. Yeah, hold on a second, you guys. You know on? what? While people, uh, sorry, podcast listeners, know we're, we're just we we have nine hundred <laughs> cords here, but we don't need the one we need. Well, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go get us the one that we need. Hold on. What? He might be able to do it. You think you can do it? You think Ooh, you can thread the needle on that thing? All right, right, go so ahead. Don't, don't unplug the. Oh man, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. There you go. Look at that. Beautiful. Are you sure three feet's going to be enough? Are you absolutely certain that three feet's going to be enough? There's no holes. Uh, yeah, hold on. Let me I fix think, it right. I think it's okay. Hopper doesn't. Hold on, yeah, guys. He's fine. He's fine. Literally, Phil's gonna do it. Give me one minute. He's gonna. He's gonna fix I it. I have a thing. So this Phil is, has a thing. Yeah. So this is what happens when when somebody shows up late after nobody knows they're coming. So just so you know, Steve, we were starting to get ready to critique. Well, you know, Liza threw down the gauntlet about. You know, what is our 10 best bikes of all time? I, top I, 10. Top 10. And we went over her list, and we kind of were like, her list is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> well, and she just copied us from, like, 100 episodes ago. <laughs> oh, 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 man. It was like, Eat it. It was like, yeah. it was like 15 <laughs> episodes ago. Burn. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So, yeah, you're right. That wasn't that long ago. Actually. No, it was right after the Meekum thing when all the people, yeah. all the little 50 cc sold for like five thousand bucks. And so stuff. don't sugarcoat it. Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> well, I mean, she did get the first spike right. There was. Uh, <laughs> oh, we disagree. So one out. No, we're, yeah. Okay, yeah. Oscar, I'm gonna hand this to you. See if this improves the situation. I don't know if it will or not. No, no, it doesn't. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, no. You know what? Why wasn't there a BMW uh, like an early GS in there, which All kind right. of like or I, a Trans Alp that led the trend? I think okay. we're. I think we're gonna so get. So we're getting ready to take it bike by point, okay. by point by point. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm going to need another beer if somebody can. Yep, exactly. I have an IPA if you want it. Hey, did John tell you about his uh, his, uh, experience of getting a hot load? (laughs) 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 Yeah, I want to hear this story. I don't think he was going to tell us. You had that hot load. (laughs) So? Well, I mean, go ahead, tell him. You go tell them. That's the end of the story. Well, I went to help Steve, and all of a sudden, I ended up with a hot load in my face. Uh, <laughs> much more to say. I don't know how oh. I can explain it. Uh, we were working. He, Steve, got the tractor, the tree tractor. Yeah, the tree yeah. Tractor. The tractor with a tree. So right. we, we got sign of life the day before. He managed, amazingly, he managed to rebuild the carburetor and get it to run. Wow. Which I was surprised, but okay, he did it. And then he had already been playing with the hydraulics on the backhoe, and uh, he blew a line. So he blew first. Okay. All right. <laughs> he blew All right. Got it. Got it. Yeah. So I got to load my face first. So he was the first <laughs> one to get a hot load in his face. But yeah. then I, I arrived on scene. And, and he, a, he and wants a, me to get up there, and he's like, go up there and work those levers. And I'm like, 
No. I step back like 10 feet. I'm like, you work those levers. <laughs> I assess that you just blew out the, the right boom piston lever, uh, line. Yeah. That if you start the tractor up, your main feed line is still going to the block. Yeah. As long as you don't use that lever. It should be fine. You maybe could use the other levers to retract the, the, the backhoe. And so we could move the tractor around. I mean, I didn't think it was that dangerous or anything, but... So I start the fucking around. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, 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 and that's good power. It lifted the whole track. You know, at one point I was like, the bucket lifted the whole tractor up. I'm like, see, look, it's working good. Oh, check it out. And then, and then well, the one wrong lever move. And that fucker, it was instantaneous. Oh, no. Hot load in the face. Half, hot load in the face. The half of my fucking body was covered with, you know. <laughs> 60-year-old, hot, Ugh. slightly warm hydraulic fluid. Did you get it in your eyes at all? Oh, no? totally in my eyeball. Oh, dude. I was like, I was wearing it. It was dripping off my arm. I'm like, fuck. But he does look 20 years younger. It did kind of do good things for my skin. <laughs> I'm not really complaining about that front. But we did get the tractor off the race course. Nice. That's cool. Nice. Yeah. nice. That's it's good. Burned, although, burned although, like a kitten. Really? But, but the hillbillies did put the... BMW 320 on the race course that we have to push off. So. And the dump, and the dump oh. truck. Yeah, so. So wait, those are still yours, right? No, they're mine, but they dragged them over. Oh, and just shoved and them And they, they de-rimmed, like they pulled the tire off the rim of the front of the thing and left it like laying in the dirt. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Nice guys. Thanks, you guys. Could, you could have put a puff of air in that tire before you fucking drug it down the street. Right. It's interesting to see the, the like, well, at first I thought the there were mar there was a trail of oil, and I thought it was from your vehicles. But then I noticed that the trail of oil starts at Aaron's property, goes <laughs> to your property, then goes back and forth between your property. So whatever piece of equipment he's using is fucking has a solid like one inch piss of fucking <laughs> hydraulic fluid wherever it goes. But that but that backhoe has eighteen hydraulic lines. Yeah, so what that's... What the shit? Yeah, so I, I've been pricing it out, and I think what I'm going to do is um, buy a swager and just build all the lines myself. Okay, yeah. I mean, it yeah. makes sense. I mean, we were talking a little bit about work, and it's it's basically a tool that it it has a... It's, it's almost like a resizing. You know, it has a thing that yeah. goes inside, and then a hydraulic thing that crimps the, the thing, but you know what I mean? Like... Buy the tool, buy a bunch of fittings, buy a box of two different sizes of hose. What people don't realize is anytime you're working with any kind of a hydraulics, um, and if you guys are fans of AVE, you'll know it. It's like hydraulics, very simple, but the components to make it work is so fucking expensive. Hoses. Because a hose has to be able to take thousands and thousands of PSI, and the connectors have to be really, really, really good. And it is... That that's the thing. So if you can make your own hoses, then you're no longer part of that equation. But isn't you're, there you're escaping it? You have to get like, isn't there some kind of a rating on those hoses? Because they can't pinhole. Because a pinhole on one of those could kill somebody, right? Like that could like blow. It's, a, it's the well, the ones that are on there now are thirty five hundred yeah. psi. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's and they're half inch. I mean, it's hard to tell because the, you can't really measure the idea of a fitting unless you take it apart, right? So I'm a, I, I think that they're half inch and three eighths, but I think there may be two three quarter inch fittings on there, but it's hard to determine because the hoses are so old and so degraded 
that only one hose had any markings on it, and it was 12.5 millimeters, which I assume is half inch. Half inch, yeah. yeah. I feel like that whole thing's going to be a process. We're going to start out, obviously, we've got two that are blown. We're going to make those two first. Right. There's four or five other ones that look like they're fucking gone. I'm just We're replacing trying. them all. Well, uh, I'm not going <laughs> to fuck around. I mean, you shouldn't. Yeah. Okay, get that done quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go to Lemke tomorrow. But the okay. trick is, once you can make your own hoses, oh, yeah. you're set. You're set. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I think ultimately yeah. that's going to be that's going to be better off because each hose is different, each end is different. It's, you know what I mean? You just need to have like an assortment of hose and stuff and figure it figure it out. Every, I, every I, dude needs an assortment of hose. I love that <laughs> the technique. More hose, the better. One, one, could, one could argue that every woman needs an assortment of hose. Uh, uh, true. <laughs> when I love that technique, I was. <laughs> I, I, uh, that has multiple meanings. It does. Awesome. Yeah, Absolutely. You know, you know. <laughs> Gotta have an assortment. I was. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna abandon that. Yeah. Uh, so talking about the about hoses and you know leaks that won't stop because you've got leaky hoses. Leaky hose. Yeah. That's all, I'm sorry. I'm would sorry. that be would it be I'm leaking sorry. gender fluid or oh, no. oh, God. gender fluid? There you go. Oh, Again. God. All right. All right. Politically correct. Motorcycles. Gender fluid. Yeah, gender right. fluid. <laughs> But if you are working on your training, you got a leak that just won't stop. <laughs> what you got to do there is if you can't get in there and actually tighten it up enough to make the leak stop, I, I just learned that what you can do is you can take the female side of the tranny hose or <laughs> the hose. You take the female one, the, the, the one that's got the, you know. The little clippy thingy. Oh, heat it up. Mm-hmm. And I found this to be I saw fascinating. Yeah, I, saw yeah, yeah. I, I was just, I've been working on shit my whole life. And yes, we have all been there when we're putting a, um, anything that's compression-based fitting, so brake lines or whatever on a car. And we know we put the damn thing in and we snug it up to where we know it's safe and where it should be. And we snug it and that's great. And then you go and you pump up the system and mother son of a bitch is leaking. Now, look, you can't put Teflon tape on everything. There's only a certain number of things in the world you can put Teflon tape on. That is most things. Most things are okay with Teflon tape. Says you. I know, exactly. I've been there. I've done that. (laughs) Teflon tape is great for 99% of things, but when you're working on super high pressure fittings and things that need to be metal to metal. With a double, like the the flare, like the flaring tool. So like on brake lines, it's a double flare. Exactly. And you have to have that special tool to flare the copper. Totally. And we know that that's, we know that that's sometimes we're going to have a leak that we can't make go away. We've all been there. I've been there. I've done, I've tightened it. I've tightened it. And if I tighten that thing, one fucking goddamn metric cunt hair, one more, what's it going to do? It's going to strip out. And then I'm there forever now, you know, because it's going to go into a casting, of course. So I know that if I over tighten it, just one more eighth of an inch on that fucking wrench, I'm going to be buying the whole thing again. Turns out you take the part that goes on the outside, meaning the part, you know, the thread parts that go on the inside and thread parts that go on the outside. The gazin, the gazin, the, the gazada, so to speak, right? Are you, are you talking the casting or the like the fitting nut? I'm thing? saying that if there's a part that threads into, into the yeah. part that gets threaded into, right? One would be the male, one yep. would be the female. Mm-hmm. You take the female one and you heat her up, 
because it is true that for every 100 degrees of Fahrenheit, it's one thousandth of an inch per one inch in diameter. Okay. That's the expansion rate. So, yes, if you heat that up to 100 degrees Fahrenheit, and don't just, do this with your bare hands, do it with gloves on, heat it up, hold it with the vice grips or whatever, heat, get your torch on there, <laughs> right? Get your torch on there and heat it up to 100, 200 degrees, whatever you want, but don't melt anything. Just get it hot and then put it together when it's hot because then as it cools, it shrinks. It shrinks. Yep. And like they said, it's real tough on the next guy. But I'm usually the next guy. So it makes the leak go away. Yeah. Huh. And I was fascinated yeah. by that. Never thought and about it. I, in the military, working on tanks, everything's hydraulics. Every Our whole world is thousands, 5,000 PSI hydraulic systems. We have nitrogen systems that are 5,000 PSI. And we were, you're running a tank really hard. And when those systems blow... It's spraying super hot. We called it cherry juice, but the hydraulic fluid in a tank, that stuff, when it does go, it goes everywhere and it burns you really badly. And we've had lines that just leaked and leaked and leaked and we've gotten on and tightened them. And God damn it, if I would have had that trick, heat up the female part pretty good and hot and then put it on. And then when it shrinks down, it ain't coming off. I used to work um, in, in a composting facility. Mm-hmm. And you could not breathe without a respirator in there. If you were in there without a respirator for a minute, you would pass out. Okay. And that's how bad the atmosphere was in there. And we had these things called uh, rotary breakers. And they were basically mounted on train tracks. And they went through these channels. And the building was like a half mile long. And it, uh, it, it rotated and broke up the compost with sludge mixed in with it. And then this table it was like a, conv- a metal conveyor that would throw it behind the machine and you all these things did all day was like go along these uh these tanks and break up the compost and throw it behind it then when it got to the other end it would go back and do the same thing mm. well it had a two inch hydraulic lines and when those things would blow like the operator like you're on top of these machines going down these channels and they would blow all the time. And when they blew, you were covered from head to toe with that hot oil. Jeez. And you had these respirators on. But as soon if if the rest if it hit your respirator, it would block your air, so you could yep. not get Breathe, air yeah. through your respirator. And it was, it was I mean, and, and the thing's a half mile long, so you're you're you know, where are you going to go? Yeah. I mean, if you're in the middle of it and the thing blows, you're fucked. So I would always carry a couple extra uh, uh, cartridges with me yeah. so that I could Just exchange my yeah. cartridges in my, my mask. Was anybody monitoring you, or is it just like, oh, fuck him, I haven't seen him in two hours, but hopefully he's coming out? Or did like people know that, like... like if most, you- most people were monitored, but Steve mostly was not. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically, yeah. <laughs> so one of our podcast listeners, uh, Justin, sent us a... Um, Email? Well, a, a message. Oh. Okay. And, uh, Let's call it a suggestion. Yeah, and he's really cool. He's in a band called the Ne'er-Do-Wells. Um, he's out of PA, Southern PA, and just a really super cool guy. And uh, But anyway, he sent this message, and it was pretty funny because he's like, okay, uh, he says, first of all, grumpy sewer guy, he needs a windshield on the cub. He says, you can put a windshield on that Cub. It'll zip along at 62 to 64 miles per hour with a mid-sized GV. Looks stupid, works good. I don't believe that. 
Well, he's a big oh, dude. I do. Here's I what I will tell you. Dynamics, 100%. Yeah, yeah. My my uh, my 135 went about four or five miles up when I put the windscreen on. And it. Justin's a big guy. Really? So if Justin's like if Justin's on a Super Cub and he picks up that like Justin's probably your size. So that might work out great for you. Think Justin's about it. Think about it. Down. You're like a parachute yeah. behind the. Well, yeah, well, the Super but, Cub 120. Oh, the 125. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was thinking. Yeah. I was thinking of my seventy, years, and yeah. I have a I have a big windshield on my seventy, yeah. and it'll do like forty five. Yeah. Right? yeah. So, so no, no I, I mean, I, I was thinking like I put windshields on any bike I've ever owned, and it typically just makes it slower. So <laughs> I will give you guys a crazy. It depends. Yeah. Yes, and here's the crazy thing: when the I know this is hilarious because invariably we turn shit back into a scooter podcast, but <laughs> when the buddy first came out. So when the buddy first came out, there was these guys that were doing like the voodoo buddy, like everybody was trying to make a buddy faster and guys were really quickly putting $3,000 of hot shit, hop up shit from Taiwan onto a bike that cost less than $3,000. But yeah, Dustin was famous for that. You know, Dustin, everyone's like the elusive 80 mile an hour buddy. It goes 70 out of the box. Like, yeah. I mean, so an extra 10 miles an hour, right? And when you actually hit 70 on a buddy, it's not fun. It's scary. <laughs> it's a bit scary. Yeah. Yeah. And so right off noodle. the tick, one of the first things that we said was with the buddy was you just put a medium sized windshield on it because what you're saying is right. Any windshield, I mean, I hate to say it, even something aerodynamically bad is going to be better than this. Yeah. And so I found that with the medium sized windshield on the buddy, that it was real easy to pick up. Five miles per hour. Well, that's, like, I, I think it, it you, made no, yeah. You nailed a really good point. Yeah. Um, so to your point too, Nick, at the same time, a small to medium, yeah. it might not be comfortable for you, the rider, like you're getting blasted in the puss yeah. or like in your thing, but it's still giving you that extra bit of aerodynamics. But I think there's a trade-off where like, if you start to get really big, then it becomes just a, you're pushing. Well, and, and also I think for, in my case, I was in a full tuck anyway. That's what right? I was going to say. Yeah. 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 So adding a, a big, Freaking piece of plastic not do is not going to help. Right. Regular riding, yes, it would yeah. it would improve. But yeah. yeah, if you're not in the tuck, yeah. there's a reason that yeah. MotoGP doesn't run giant windscreens. That's <laughs> true. That's true. Well, well yeah. I found this out in an ad, a very odd way. So I had a ruckus, which mm -hmm. is a slow one of the slowest spikes in the entire world. Can confirm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, right it's got a you. good engine, but it, it's just slow. Look, it's adorable looking. Everyone loves the look of a ruckus. Mm. But I should wear one on my left foot and one on my right foot, and I'll be good. Right. Because the ruckus is like, that's going to be fun. I'm going to have fun riding that. That looks like it's going to be a good time. And as Pete told us the one year, it is the perfect bike for Mud, Ohio. It, it, Not Mid-Ohio, Mud, Ohio. Ohio. Is, it, is, it the, is it the motor or the gearing? Well, what he said, the reason it was the perfect bike for Mud, Ohio, is it didn't have enough horsepower to spin the back tire in the mud. <laughs> but he did he did jump not a ramp on it yes true. Yeah, true. good air too yeah. 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 this is the ruckus 50 right yep. yeah the, 50. Yeah. Yeah. the big the ruckus CC, but i mean but the reason i found out that that aerodynamics are everything mm -hmm. is that okay so i was doing my plants and i put a cooler on the front they had that little tiny rack mm -hmm. and i put uh my little Oscar on there. <laughs> I had my little, little Oscar, Oscar, but I was—I wanted to carry Never something, so I so I zip tied my not zip tied, but I bungee corded my little Oscar yeah. on the front of my thing. That just having a little Oscar there to make like to smooth it out just a hair 
Race to the top speed five miles an hour. Well, the shape of the ruckus is... N- it's not very aerodynamic. Not aerodynamic yeah. at no, all. Not, it's no. flat. I had 11 and a half hours to figure out aerodynamics <laughs> every time I rode the Lake Erie Loop. Now, my MO <laughs> was to put a stupid little MGO fairing on the front mm-hmm. of the bike yep. and then tuck all 300 pounds of me behind this little tiny fairing. <laughs> exactly but I can right. tell you that every little thing counts. I mean, it mm-hmm. got down to the point where I would be laying on the tank, I would be holding my elbows in and, yeah. or trying to keep them in plane behind my my hands so that the air the could shape. float. Yeah. Like just yeah. playing around with your whole little thing and how you hold your, even putting your head down a little bit or up a little bit. And it, you could watch miles per hour, RPMs. Going John, up John was getting the triathlete, the, the helmet. Oh, the helmet. Oh, oh, yeah, the teardrop. Yeah, oh, the, yeah. We're, talking about, we're only talking about the windshield. That's up in front, but that whole thing that happens behind you. Yeah, I, would hump, I would hump my back up a little bit, and you could feel it just to try to get the air to run right over me yeah, and straight yeah. down my back and straight through. The, like, it makes a big difference. That's why he was a genius. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but see what I think. That if you had uh, a two rods sticking out in front of you, like maybe four feet in front of you. We only have one. Yeah. Well, it's called a nose cone. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying. It's, like, it's had... like the shock cone from no. an SR-71 no, but Blackbird like, engine. Or the dustbin, yeah. the mm. dustbin bikes yeah. from the early racing yep. days. Yeah, but I'm yeah. just saying, if you had something that was stuck out four feet in front of you, just a small little, like, even if it was like a four-inch square area or like a six-by-six piece of cone. wood in front of you. A disc. Mm-hmm. A plate. It would disrupt the air enough that you don't have this laminar flow that's grabbing onto you the whole time. Mm. And then you'd have turbulent flow, which is like a golf ball. I mean, like a golf ball has all these little holes so that you induce turbulent flow over the 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 surface of the ball. So what if you had this thing stuck out four feet in front of you, I think you would induce a, a turbulent flow oh. around you, and you wouldn't get this like grabbing onto you. So and if you're like going to race somebody, you run over, you grab a broomstick, yeah. and you get a big <laughs> slurp cup and stick it to that, <laughs> and you stick it on the front of your bike so it it's like a cup in the front that it makes a. The picture yeah. up there, the picture I just put up on the screen, yeah, the old dust bin is guy. the 1955 Moto Guzzi V8. So you know it's a it's a V8 motorcycle, but Jeez. it is. Yeah, and so, but it's a V8, and it's only 500 cc's. Okay, so, but this bike was, this bike was made illegal because of that. So, because of those those dustbin fairings, made these bikes have amazing speed, but they were kind of weird in the turns, and when people started dying. They made that go away because it probably produced low pressure on one exactly. side. Yep, mm. and so that's it. When you or lean also the bike, crosswinds, I think. Right. Probably. So yeah, well, you know, it, I, I mean, if you turn your cub into a streamliner, who knows how fast it would go? I mean, you literally could do. So know, that bike was clocked at 178 miles an hour in 1957 wow. with 500 so cc's. 500 cc's. Wow. Right. I said so, it once. I've said it a thousand times. We've not really come that right. far. So, and, and if you look at the picture, John will be happy because there's eight sets of points there. So there's eight <laughs> sets of points there. Yeah. Yeah. Look at those lifters. Not um, a look I at the, love yeah. it. Look at that. I just want to roll in it. Dude, but rub your nipples less. Look, less nipple rubbing, I wanna, please. I want to touch my tongue to each set of those points. That's so 500 cc's, right? That's 500 cc's. That's a V8, okay? 178 miles per hour, 12,500 RPM. What are we looking at there? Is that... This are, is a Moto Guzzi V8. But that's how those, I want to die. I want to throw myself into that or motor. Is that mechanical running. fuel injection? So, uh, boy, that's a damn good question, isn't it? 
looks like a mechanical. It looks it like a mechanical, mechanical fuel injection. Mechanical. Yeah. Sure does, because that's a fuel line going right, right into yeah. that thing. Yep, and that certainly is. Wow. And what I think is really great about this is one of my favorite things about this concept or this machine: seventy-five horsepower, twelve thousand five hundred RPM in nineteen fifty-seven with an uncountable number of moving parts. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I mean. That, um, you know, I, I'm going to go ahead and just bring in a picture. This is the, you know, this is the motor blow up. I mean, you guys look this up. It's Moto Guzzi V8. It's a staggeringly amazing motor. That's cool. And when you kind of look at the way it was built, you look at the way the idea, you know, a V8 with 500 cc's, that's incredible. But that's a the whole bunch. Are what about like they're that fucking big? tiny? Yeah. They're fifty cc's. I mean, yeah. math oh, yeah. it up. I mean, yeah. Han, Hondas right. in the sixties were doing two right. fifties with six cylinders. Six cylinders, yeah. two fifties, exactly. So, like, when we think about the amount of technology that was happening in nineteen fifty-seven and in the sixties with the the RCs, uh, with those multi-cylinder two fifties, six-cylinder two fifties, that's amazing. Twenty-two thousand RPM. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. they yeah. couldn't so, use it. They couldn't use any kind of electronic ignition. Because only points would work. Like Correct. It, mm -hmm. In yeah. 1907, Glenn Curtis built mm -hmm. a 269 cubic inch V8. Mm -hmm. How fast did he go on the beach at Daytona? 104 miles an hour. In 1907, by the way. Uh, no, 136 miles an hour. Jeez. Wow. On a beach? On sand. On sand. Yeah. On sand. It's amazing. What? That has to be in, in 1907, the, that motorcycle is in the Glenn Curtis Museum mm -hmm. up yeah. in Hammondsport, Isn't New that York. amazing? Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. I really got to say, I mean, that's just, that's the coolest that's thing crazy. in the world when you, I, I was lucky enough to be next to one of these Moto Guzzi V8s when they fired it up and its experience, uh, the noise was epic yeah uh, well, that was a 500 cc you said yeah 500 cc built for like a 500 cc class the f this v8, yeah. this broke the class yeah well you gotta yeah. think it's like right. well if you can't go up in displacement right. you gotta go up in revs right so. on 12,005 will get the yeah. job done yeah, yeah 12,005 you know, at every advancement like that with racing like when the 500 two strokes started mm -hmm. killing everybody so they decided to get rid of them there's a certain level where they get so fast or so gnarly that they have to move on from it, you know? Yeah. There's a really good documentary about that. It's like it's like Taming the Beast or yeah. something like that, and it goes through all the guys that rode the 500cc superbike, you know, <laughs> things. And the guy said, on a good day, it was the most amazing thing ever. On a bad day, you almost died. Mm -hmm. Because there was no, the power band was so ridiculous. It was just hit, miss, hit, miss. Like, it's nuts, yeah. man. It's, it's just, I mean, we don't, we don't really give enough, we don't uh, give enough props to the people that went really fucking fast before us on tires that were barely vulcanized. Right. You right. know, completely like, unsuitable for yeah. going that speed. Gee, what do you think the speed rating was on those tires? 35 miles an yeah, hour. Exactly. That's, that's how fast I would want they to go. They stole them off the neighbor's bicycle. Right. right. It was the same tire for, for the bicycle and the motorcycle. Well, they want a thinner tire to, to go right. faster. Yeah. So. So, was there any other comments from the from, from the? Yeah, so, okay. <laughs> so may, may I thank uh, the listener for giving me the idea of putting a fairing on my super cow. Exactly, yeah. and yeah. I, wanna, yeah. I mean, I I didn't acknowledge that, and I'm no, sorry. That's what I was going back no, to the email. I think it's a really good idea. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a great idea, and yeah. I, I'm going to try it. Yeah. yeah, and and I think just I mean. There's no doubt about it. Give it a shot because now you've been doing some empirical research and we want to talk about that because, again, in our podcast, 
we talk about things all the time as we buy different bikes and everything else. Not long ago, you got the, you bought a Kimco Spade because you wanted to be faster than Sleepy. Right. <laughs> right? Right. And that, and that, I mean, hey, gauntlets were right. thrown. Gauntlets right. were thrown. I mean, there was some mad shit talked around this table. I know, and I noticed that that bike is now in your shop over here. No, that's a totally different one. I ordered it in special. Oh, no, no, there was another. Okay. I got a deal. Oh, yeah, okay. I ordered. I made a special order, and, and it was fine. I we, I we just got another one. Okay, cool. No, that has no resemblance at all to the one that Steve bought. Not at no. all. Totally we're still, different we're bike. We're still racing, right? Like that's in a, a brand new demo model. It's a brand new demo model. It's got a rack put on and everything. It's it's totally so dialed neat. in. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> what happened there, Steve? <laughs> no, no I, I actually do love riding that bike, but it. Kimco says that it gets ninety-four miles to a gallon, and no matter what I could do, is that an imperial gallon? It must be like a elf. I don't know what the how they were figuring. It must be, you know, per two gallons, because I could not exceed fifty miles per gallon on that bike. Ninety-four and, miles per gallon per two gallons. That's the <laughs> yeah. per, per tank, not for per <laughs> yes. gallon. Ninety-four kilometers per even gallon, at, even at varying <laughs> speeds. So that wasn't maximum throttle at seventy mile an hour. Even no. when you turned it back, dialed it back, and tried to just do fifty or fifty-five on it, and try to do a little hypermiling, you still weren't returning. Correct. And so what I do, what I try to do, so the monkey and the super cub get about roughly a hundred miles to a gallon. Mm -hmm. I mean, give or take, it depends on how, I mean, the monkey will get 95 if you're full throttle the whole day and right. then it'll get 95 miles to a gallon. So with a 1.5 gallon tank, you get about 140 miles. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Kimco advertised that bike is getting 94 miles to a gallon. So I figured sure. with a 1.6 gallon tank. Mm-hmm. I would get 140 miles to a gallon. So that, I mean, that's fine. And where I ride, there's like, sometimes you're 100 miles between gas stations. Yeah, we know this. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because you and Dan ran out of gas. Right, right. And the monkey did not. So. <laughs> and so, so I've done everything I could. Like I rode it at full throttle and I got 80, I got 80 something miles out of the gas tank. I rode it at 55, not even going to full throttle, like babying the thing, doing 30 to 55. And I got, and so the, the final straw was I, I was doing this like slow speed, you know, keeping it to monkey speed. You know, <laughs> oh, like wait, wait. Monkey. So that was, so to test it fairly, you only requested the performance of the spade that you would expect from the monkey. Exactly. Well, let me ask you this. Which is fair. I think that's a fair comparison. Absolutely. Because, I mean, it has 24, five more cc's. So, right. I mean, I get it. It's going to use more fuel. Yeah. And I and it's got uh, supposedly 50% more horsepower, mm -hmm. which you would expect than the bike to get 75 miles to a gallon, not 50 miles to a gallon. Okay. But let me ask you this. When you picked it, was it ever here and Phil got to ride it first? Nope. No? No, I never rode it. Oh, because I was going to say, because remember the trick, like, the, to ground out the, because the, it's fuel injected, right. right? Yeah. Because if you... No, know, it had zero miles on it when Okay, all right. So, so I mean, it, it, it was yeah, yeah, yeah. accustomed because to, to my Phil, style riding. You know, right. if Phil took it out, it's going to be... Yeah, the whole exactly. Time. Right. right. So, I mean, the bike was accustomed to my style riding. Okay, okay. okay. All right. So, the, the last draw was... I was riding home on well, two days ago, right? Yeah. Two days ago. 
and I had my zero was here, so I was going to come and pick up my zero. And the each set light came on at about 75 miles, 75, 76 miles. I was like right at the intersection of like 10 and where it turns into 480. Mm -hmm. I, I get to Grayton Road, pull into the park, bone dry. So it's got a six-mile reserve on it. And, you know, every Honda that you ever have ridden is super, opti is super right. pessimistic. Yeah. Uh, optimistic, would you call it optimistic? It's got a half gallon, right. you know, or a gallon. Like, yep. like my Africa Twin is a gallon reserve. The, the Monkey and the... Uh, um, if that, bike, if that bike has a 1.5 gallon gas tank, I would think the reserve should be 0. 0.5. 0. 0.5 or at least 0. 0.25. It's six, six, six miles six wasn't even. miles. Yeah. And it was bone dry, and I'm sitting in the park, and I call my wife, and she's like, you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> like, like why, don't you put, don't why don't you put gasoline in it? I have to come. Oh. I have to come and bring you a gas can. Well, let's let's you do know. some training. Say, Look, woman, you know, I'll all give you some bikes. Because I still I want to get my wife on a shifting bike. So you know, we'll talk a little bit. And we'll do some stuff. You know. <laughs> no, but I mean, I, I like the bike. I like the layout of it. I like the fact that you could slide back in the seat. It looks so cool. I mean, yeah. and the, the paint job. The paint, like the paint job, job is unbelievably nice. But it just to me, if I'm riding up in New York, what am I going to do? I'm, I mean, I the have to packs, dude. They're I, fifty I, bucks. <laughs> no, well, that's what I'm saying. I have to add a tank to a yeah. bike that should be getting 140 miles to a tank. I mean, so I don't know. It's just like when I lose faith in something, it's like well, here's you're the dead thing. to me. Good news, Steve. You're not wrong, and you're not crazy. Because there's a website called Fuely. Oh, yeah. So Fuely.com is a repository for people who have tested various motorcycles <laughs> and come up with their own things. And you're absolutely right. Kimco does advertise this bike as having an estimated fuel consumption, depending on which article you read, of either 91 or 94 miles per gallon. Okay, which is not out of line for a 150cc no, fuel and injected Steve bike. Steve is a very efficient rider. Absolutely. When he wants to Steve be. Steve cares more absolutely. about fuel economy than horsepower. There yep. you go. Right. So all that being said, Fuely, so the results of the Fuely test, um, this is a bike, a broken bike tested over 1,000 miles, 14 fuel-ups, averaged 64.7 miles per gallon. That is a full 50% lower than... Advertised, okay? So, I mean, that's a pretty dramatic, or at least in this case, working the numbers backwards, 33.5% lower than advertised. And yeah, so this test, this gentleman's test of this bike um, does show out and does bear out that their best tank of gas that they ever got was 68 miles per gallon, and their worst tank of gas they ever got was 60 miles per gallon. So, very interesting to look at these numbers. Do you know who loves this fucking website? Like, like, there's guys that like just... Um, every NCX 500 oh, yeah, owner, yeah, or yeah, 750 yeah, owner, yeah, 700 yeah. owner, like they're on the, oh, dude, I got 91.7. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah. like, see how there's like 20 entries on here? Yeah, yeah. If you look up the NC700. No, it's 9 million entries. Yeah, it's yeah exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah, this is a site for people who like to nerd out and nerd out hard yeah. over minutia. But for real, this does tell it. So this is a big thing. When you have a manufacturer who's advertising a bike says it gets 91 miles per gallon, here's one thing I'll tell you. There's no doubt in my mind that if you ride this bike Mumbai style, right, you can get 93 miles per gallon out of it. Absolutely. At we, 30 miles an hour. 
Turn the bike yeah. off when you get to red lights. Right. Right. Coast up. Fire it up to pull away. Short shift the shit out of it. We know that little motors, when you mm. drive them to beat the Vetter Challenge, can get crazy good MPG. Now, is it fair to advertise something like that as being the vehicle's normal MPG? Now, about the fuel capacity, they say the fuel capacity on that bike is 1.6 gallons. It is a small tank. Now, Which doesn't bother me because right. I've ridden, I mean, I've ridden a Super Cup, I mean, with one gallon tank. Right, exactly. And I understand yep. that you're going to run out of gas under 100 miles. Or yeah. I mean, like around 100 miles. Yep. And, and that's fine with me. And I can I can get it. But can I get 100 miles, please? I mean, exactly. if I can get 100 miles, then I'm okay. Right, yeah. But I mean, I'd be curious to see what, the, what this uh, fuelie site says about monkeys. Because I can, I can lay into that monkey. I mean, as you guys, as both of you guys know, right. yep. we were running them at full throttle the oh, whole, time. whole time. Maximum mm-hmm. potential. And, and you both ran out of fuel, and you had bigger gas tanks than me. And yep. I went all the way back to the house. I got, get, I got two gallons of fuel to fuel you guys up to get you back home. And I still had fuel left in that bike. Yeah, yeah, you did. I just got to say real quick that Fuely is the reason that I sold my CB750. Is it really? Because I couldn't live with a motorcycle that had worse fuel economy than my car. It's true, man. That's true. Mm-hmm. I've owned but I, a lot. I don't own a Fiat anymore, so that's not a problem. <laughs> just, just remember that when you guys are out, like two or three of you, and you're all riding your motorcycles and getting fantastic gas mileage, when you add it all together and then divide it, you're basically right. getting like 10 miles to the gallon. Absolutely. All yeah. three of you, you know, like, yeah. well, unless I'm you on should have just jumped in a car if you're in a car. If I'm on one of my Suzuki's, I have to pay a carbon credit. I think they get like 33 <laughs> miles to the gallon. They're terrible, <laughs> man. Like, <laughs> yeah, and we've thought about that before. There were several times when my wife would go out and we'd go for a honk together. And I'd be like, I'd be riding my Superhawk, my VTR 1000, which might technically get the worst miles per gallon of any production motorcycle. <laughs> I have gotten under 25. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Under oh, 25. Bad. So there's your monkey. So I, I, I pulled you. I've, hey, Steve, I just pulled up your monkey. That's pretty, Ooh, pretty, I thought I felt something tickling. Dude, look at that. <laughs> look at that shit. Dude, 111 oh. miles per what gallon. What is up with that bar graph? That bar graph is freaky because it's number of vehicles. Yeah. So that's number of vehicles. So what we've got here is when you have that sort of a bar graph, you've got not nearly enough vehicles participating in it. Yeah. So, but yes, over over 1,366 miles tracked, what do we have? Well, we've got a pretty pretty wide spread between 85 and 111. Um, and then, so we there's different monkeys of it, of course, based on the, the annual, because the monkey's been out for a couple of years. So we're seeing a 103 average, a 91.4 average, and a 109. I'd say that 109 one is probably... Who the fuck is that? Me. This is the fucking sound Christ, guy. Man. This is the fucking sound guy. <laughs> fuck you, Steve. Into the goddamn oh, mic. Jesus How many Christ. times have I been corrected about fucking picking my nose on the fucking thing? <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to burp into the uh, mic. Well, but the boogers fuck are on our video, though. Fuck up. you. It's not <laughs> up on me, man. So, so you say like about 100 miles an hour. If you average all those together, yeah. you get about 100. Yeah, I think yeah. that's right. And yeah. I can honestly yeah. say that at full throttle... I will mm-hmm. not get anything under 90 miles to a gallon yeah. on the right. thing at full yeah. throttle, like full throttle, like for an yeah. hour. Versus it said like 64 for the, yeah. the spade. 
Right. Oh, I like this shit. So this person, whoever whoever filled this one out, this guy's just smoking crack. Um, this <laughs> oh, guy, yeah, this yeah. guy pulls thirty. Look, this guy pulls. He claims to have traveled eighty five hundred miles, eighty five hundred thirty five miles, and he literally over four. So this is over four vehicles, and a hundred and thirty miles per gallon. Well, he's full of shit. Well, A- average again. speed of thirty seven miles per. Hour. Right. I mean, and, and I am a big fan of throw out the high one, throw out the low one. Yeah. Right. And so you throw out the high one, you throw out the low one. What are you at? You're 116, you yeah. know, 116, 120. So no shit. That monkey is insanely fuel efficient. Yeah. You know, it really is. That's But it, but right. it also is not, it's, it's 12 miles an hour slower mm-hmm. than the spade. Well. So, I mean, you get yeah. that. I mean, it takes a lot more power to go that extra 12 at the top. Right. It takes way more, do you way know, more energy. Right. Do you know who's not worried about fuel economy? The fastest guy in the room. Right. Right. I mean, that's this is the history of automotive racing, the history of internal combustion engines. If the first solution is always you want to make it go faster, throw gas at the problem. Yeah. And that's it. And the second somebody goes, oh, you want to make your SSR 125 faster? Carburetor. Perfect example that I yep. just saw a video the other day where they, they showed... Um, the fuel consumption, because they had like a clear fuel filter mm-hmm. for a top fuel dragster. <laughs> it's fucking nuts, dude. It's like 10 gallons per fucking 10 seconds. It's like, yeah. of course, it looks like it looks like somebody's draining a lake. Right. Into this. It's insane. You get to drink from the fire hose. <laughs> 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 and you guys don't uh, somebody keep an eye on the time for us. Just uh, just casually. One hour and eight minutes. Okay, good. Because we don't want to run long because we do want to do a top ten. We have like to do said, a top ten. I, I, I already forgot about it. Let's I, dive I, into I, that motherfucker right we now. Want, yeah, you know, hold on. Like I said. This fuel thing is kind of good, though. 30 minutes. You know, I'd say we could probably rip through the top ten in 30 minutes or something. We just don't yeah. want to run long because. Yeah. You know, Crocky, I need a beer stat. <laughs> we have we have been. Beer me. Anything. <laughs> the stat is I'm out of beer. No. no. John, try to put your face hole in front of the mic a little more because you're all. Look, things were good. Oh, that's nice. That's so Holy nice. shit. Your oh radio voice is back. Oh. You sounded like a oh. nasally tin can sitting over there. I know, but Hoffer showed up, so I'm sharing the well, mic. You guys can, you know, just kiss a little more. Well, I mean. <laughs> that noise that sounded like somebody. Putting a lid on a plastic, like the world's cheapest plastic jar. My bad. That was Oscar that. stroking his fucking dead cat, yeah. like stroking his muff. I know. And, and, like, <laughs> and what I can tell you guys is, okay, I don't know what it is, but I've become sensitive to certain sounds. It happened. Okay. Oh, Not that's that good. One. No, so, that was good. To, no, that, no, don't. Christ, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. What if you do it the right way though? Like, you got, like I was. No. Go ahead. I'll allow one. Uh, well, I, I was doing like a nice little beat. No, no that, that's, that's, that's the wrong yeah. side. Yeah. This side was free, and it was doing guys. That. Hold on, ready? Okay, and I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna launch one ping. There we go. Let there be one ping. Okay, that's <laughs> that's pleasing to me. This though. is good. Not to you. Okay, it hurts when he's plucking the tines on his comb. Mm. When when you you're, when you're stroking your fucking spit. Oh. <laughs> Okay. okay. My thing is, I just don't want to. Oh, oh yeah, cool. Oh, fuck oh, it, dude. Yeah, that's I'm bad. out. That's bad. <laughs> I'm glad that we have the the headphones uh, yeah. so that I can make sure I, you don't hear me breathing because that's a, and I heard him breathing a little bit. That's why I moved the mic away. Yeah. But yeah. I don't want to hear fat man. 
Well, then here's the thing, though. You're you're Did hearing you bring it your raw. CPAP machine. Yeah, I yeah. gate it. I, I gate it. So when you're not talking and just breathing, yeah. that's not enough sound to I come to, into the mix. I try to move them away from it so you don't hear me breathing. No, no, but there you is. won't. You won't hear it in the final. I'll gate Didn't that. Did you out. just launch one of those? No, no, he did. Oh, he did. Okay. Okay. Right. I was like, God damn, Nick's throwing him back over there. <laughs> I've, oh. I've got a collection. Young man can drink. Is it on? Because, I mean, we can do this. <laughs> no. Hey. Go get the funnel. Now, <laughs> so, you, know, you, know what, you know what my favorite thing in this whole thing is? Is that Nick has that really sexy, skinny leather jacket, right. but he's drinking like us. Yeah, yeah, So yeah, you got right. about six to eight months left to work. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. So here's a thing. My wife, of all people... Really wants to have a kegger. What? She's oh. got this thing in her head that she wants to have a kegger. She's like, I want to have a keg, and I want it to be like maybe like a college or just like a big party with a keg at the compound podcast. Well, I don't know that she, <laughs> she wants it to be, but she wants to have a kegger bad with like fucking funnels and like I'm like, but I'm she, all does, for she it. doesn't necessarily want it to be motorcycle related. I don't think she wants it to. She, I think she wants Ooh. it to be at our house. I don't you know she she's we not. Can, we can go to your house, <clears throat> make a podcast. <sighs> here. If that happens, you're all invited to the kegger. Yeah. And I'm going to secretly cool. have more than one keg ready. <laughs> like, wife- every kegger that I've ever had involved me going back and getting at least two more. Yeah. So, okay. John, I've got a jockey box that has two taps Ooh. on it for CO2 driven, and the club has a five tap one if we want to go all out. And get a hookah there, too. I mean, if a, if a two or three block radius of my neighborhood of Lakewood just turns into fucking... You know what? What? What's the movie where, like the Van Wilder? Yeah, the, where the where the fraternity moves in next door? Like that'd be awesome. Old school, because it's a bunch of old dudes oh, running down the street making. My boy Blue. Chris Trickens is a gymnasium. Does your wife want parts of your house to smell like an old locker room and vomit? I don't yeah. think she really fully understands. Okay, because here's what I can tell you: as the as the provider and the host, and the cleanup crew for many keggers. What I can tell you is the one thing that's consistent for every single one of them, whether I was 16, 26, or 46, is the smell that doesn't go away. <laughs> well, what yeah. I said to her is, I mean, how do you feel about dudes smoking bong hits up in Piper's room? <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. a good way to what's your, Hey, what's your favorite room of this house? Somebody's going to fuck it. Frank the tank. <laughs> right. Frank the tank. Right. <laughs> What's, ooh, get a pull out. Get the uh, pull out. Right. We have oh, our pool. We'll we'll put it out. Pool. I would say this. Any motorcycle keys you have, put in a safe and yeah. somewhere yeah. far away. Yeah. Car keys too. Ooh, the Corvette. Fuck, I don't give a fuck. I, it's, you know what? It's 2021. Do you know the best place to have it? <laughs> yes, it is. The best place to have it. Really, I'm really ready to let anything. I'm like, go ahead. Fuck it. The I best place to have a kegger is an outdoor pavilion, hopefully close to a body of water, yeah. because then people always have a place to puke and pee. Yeah. So if you can have an outdoor pavilion next to a pond or better yet, a lake, a big lake. Lakewood Park. Yeah. So you're saying the, you the got compound then? The compound. Pond. Keg, like pond or you need a large body of water. There'd be nine people in the fucking shit. Because <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> well, they can go in like lemmings. Yes, they can go in like lemmings. Exactly. <laughs> you talked about the puppy in the cage. I'm, I'm like, I don't care what kind of fucking exactly. party. Exactly. Fuck if you burn down half of my house. Fuck it. It's cool, man. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna tell you. 
like the shit's Hell, getting yeah. weird out there, man. Let shit's getting rip. weird. I That's why a, I want a bunch of people outside getting fucked up and having a good time. Pickle Rick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little scared for. I mean, not joking around. Oh, I'm a little bit scared for the distinguished gentleman's ride because tiny Rick, tiny Rick. Sorry. It's okay. We can have two, three, four conversations. It's okay. <laughs> Audio guys. Um, I can sound guys. All right. So, oh, fuck, man. but you think about it, we're doing the DGR thing and the yeah. DGR thing is like, that's going to be people's first dose of not captivity. Yeah. Yeah. When right? is that? Uh, 23rd, May 23rd. May 23rd. Jeez. So it's coming up real that fucking is. quick. Right. So yeah. people are like, Oh, well, you know, you guys going to have a chase truck. Fuck no, I'm not going to have a chase truck. Are you kidding me? Why would I encourage anyone to not be able to make the ride? Well, last year we did, and I used it. Yep. But that's not to say that we will in the future. I guess the idea behind not having a chase truck would be making people think two, maybe four times about whether or not they should bring that bike or not. You know, to me, having a chase truck is like, uh, you know, uh, if I end up in the rear with the gear, it's not such a bad thing. Mm. Except for, eh. So there's the always a chase it. truck. It just might not be official. I mean, Maybe if you break down somehow, look, some way, if Triumph wants to do a chase truck, we've scraped people off the ground before. Triumph right? needs his chase truck. No, that's, I mean, look. Oh, wait, I was going to say. They, not in the most of the brand they new very, They very graciously had their their Dodge whatever van. Sprinter van. Yeah, yeah, their, their Ram yeah. van, their Don't Promaster. Their, their Fiat Ducato. Ducato, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Wow, good yeah. job. Yep. Yeah, oh, I'm a Fiat guy. Yeah, so exactly. Of course, yeah. I know that Dodge vans are Fiats. So yes. Oh, hey, I saw that you got the most important part of a Fiat added to your car this last year. <laughs> the tow hook. The tow the hook. <laughs> I designed that part. Oh, yeah. very nice. I, I was trying to make it into a product. Laser cut. What? Laser yeah, cut? laser cut. Yeah. 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 Very nice. Yeah. yeah, that's not like okay. <laughs> I'm hosting DGR. So, of course, the original plan for my hosting DGR was for us to meet at Edgewater Park because what? Social distancing. Mm -hmm. It's out in the wind, right? It's out in the wind. There's plenty of room. Social distancing for all my friends. Nobody would have to be next to each other at all at Edgewater Park. Perfectly cool. They do have a concession stand, but I don't know how open it's going to be. It may not even be open because now they're closing Edgewater. They're closing uh, Merlin's Merlin's Wharf. Are they really? Because they cannot find anybody to work, really? which is insane to me. Do you, I'm sorry. Do you mean work as staffing? Work as the food staffing. Service? Right. Okay. So that's the thing. So we have to take that into consideration. That might be a fucking location killer. But many, nobody wants to give up their unemployment for ten bucks an hour. Could be, but one of the other things Fair. that we're having a problem with is a lot of people are saying, "Fuck that! We don't care about social distancing. Let's make it the way it always has. Let's start it at Porco. Let's end it at Porco, and have motorcycle riding in between." And I'm like, "Okay, guys, remember how many people were lying, sick, drunk, passed out under motorcycles at the end of the event?" last year or the year before. And the point is we acquire a fucking body count. And you know what? None of us have right now tolerance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So so just end it at Porco. (laughs) (laughs) So we're, it starts at Porco. You go around the block, you park back at Porco. You're done. There are certain discussions being had right now about the way for us to approach it. Because I honestly am saying some of us have not been keeping our, 
riding muscle or our drinking muscle oh, or the, the two drinking th- muscle is way well, up it, yeah. it's, it's the mixture of the two is the issue i think yes. it needs to be a riding event or right. it needs to be a drinking event. exactly it, it can't be both and that's where i'm getting a little bit concerned and you guys all know, know i don't ever do a ride unless there's three lubrication stops along yeah. the way and that's normal but what i'm concerned about is the jack russell terrier concept of being like Whoa! And it just, it turns into a rager. And then it's like, instead of having a cocktail before getting on the bikes and going, it turns into having three. My buddy's father, who was a lieutenant for New Jersey Port Authority police and everything, yeah. he had a saying. He said, you can kill a $20 buzz with a 50 cent hot dog. Yeah. I think as long as you have a decent amount of food there that people <laughs> lay in a yeah. drink, but they lay in some good food. It'll keep people from getting too fueled right. up. That's a good idea. That's a, good That's a very good idea. So maybe having it somewhere that, that food's a real good option is a good idea. So did you notice what when you sign up on the website for DGR, it's limiting us to yes. 110 riders, I think? It is. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. What are we up to? Over 60. Over 60. Sign up. Oh, yep. shit. Over yeah. 60. Yeah. Yeah. I need to yep. do that. <laughs> Holy <laughs> crap. I actually, I honestly, I might be out for it because <laughs> I think it's my operating week and my wife is going to Florida. Okay. There you go. Uh-oh. So, but yeah, it does limit us to 110 yeah, riders. I work at my shitty job. What I might do, though, is I might go in there and I might go in there and see if I can flex that a little bit and and change that. Just make two rides. I would like... I'll, <laughs> change I'd, it something else. somebody. I'd like to look at former year... I'd like to look at former year's performance numbers and see what we're actually getting in turnout because I can tell you based on some photographs that we had from Porco, um, some Google earth spy satellite photos that went by because we had that parking lot fucking full um we'll see kind of get an idea how many people were actually there because you know there's that whole like it doesn't cost you anything to sign up so you're gonna have some people that aren't really vetted yeah Yeah. and the last one i don't think it was even the biggest one some of like the first and second ones we've been bigger yeah really big we've been bigger and there's pluses and minuses to being bigger could be a bigger turnout (laughs) because it didn't really happen last year right well, I can tell you that some girls just don't like it bigger. Just, <laughs> <laughs> You've never heard no, no, that. No, 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 no. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> You've only Bullshit. heard that from. No, I read an article. <laughs> oh, you said you wouldn't tell them, and I told you in privacy you had to bring that I'm shit sorry. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Vutara ist betera. <laughs> the. Uh, I think that probably this year, I'm going to take a look at the route again and we'll figure it out. But I think that it would be smart to do food at the beginning and food at the end for sure. Absolutely. And then maybe we'll, we know that we have historically in 10 years of doing this, we have always had rides that were really fucking long. I mean, I, I enjoy a nice long ride um, no matter what I'm wearing. So that's my tendency has always been to make the rides kind of long. So maybe if we make the ride a little shorter, but more interesting, you know, that kind of thing. So we'll see. So that's a, that's a good, a good observation. Something to, something to really consider. I found a website that sells waterproof English tweed suits. What? (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) I mean, that, that's pretty, that's pretty cool. Uh, I hope that because it is of course not in September. So in the interest of weather in Australia, they moved it Mm. from, their most sketchy season because I guess the year before last, the last time they ran it, everybody got a wet ass. Oh, was that why they moved it? Yeah, okay. bad weather. Hmm. Um, global warming, actually. Yeah. So what they've done is they've put it into a time of our year where you know they they call it, say April 
showers bring May flowers. But in Cleveland, we know that it fucking rains a lot in May. Right. So that's exactly it. April snow leans into fall, summer, spring, and then... April snow yeah. leads to falls yeah. fucking salt, which... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. There ain't no Gray way to figure that shit out. Fucking yeah. depression. Yeah. It then, changes every year. It rolls yeah. into the foot, stupid football draft, <laughs> which nobody gives a fuck about. <laughs> then, it, it did rain two years ago, right? Uh, did you hear? Yes, it did. It we did, did rain, have... Yeah. It was one year... Of, a bit ago and I did I wore that trench coat because yeah. because of it but then it yeah. brightened up for the ride so we, mm-hmm. we kind of dodged a bullet on it so that's cool yeah, um, yeah we did have one wet year though mm-hmm. but the rest have always been really really good so, I was always anyway. disappointed we never got to do the Overland did the Mods versus Rocker Overland that well um, that's mm-hmm. that could be a thing too because that's that but is, that's a different ride Sorry. that's actually kind of a good thing for a year like this so I that, want the Rusty yeah. Buckeye the Rusty Bucket? I mean, the Rusty Buckeye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's another, again, this would be a year for people to put stuff like that together because, you know, hoteling sucks now. I mean, let's just say it. You know, oh, I want to go to the hotel. That's going to be great. We're going to go in the pool. No, we're not. Uh, that's great. We're going to have a continental breakfast. No, we're not. The, the Overland, yeah. uh, what, whatever the fuck, went, what did that go from to? What? Well, we were, you know, uh, yeah. like last year or whatever, we were talking about doing the Mods versus Rockers, yeah. but traveling down to Clear Fork Adventure mm-hmm. Resort, right. where they had off-road riding yep. and a campground, yep. and yep. it was going to be drive down there, camp out for a night, have a big bonfire, you yeah, know, you yeah. could, you could ride whatever idea. you had yeah, on the trails or whatever, yeah. and then ride back the next day, but... You know, it kind of, well, yeah. what happened there was Clear Fork closed down. I was going to say, yeah. the yeah. biggest thing that with that was right when I was in the middle of contacting them and booking us into that was when they ran into a bit of a range war with their neighbor mm. who yeah. said to protect the pristine sanctity of their property, the runoff from the dirt bikes on what used to be ski slopes was causing erosion on the trail. Duh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well. Yep. So that's had to change. So that's not going to happen. Um, and so if you look at Clear Fork's new website, which it is beautiful. I mean, the facility is amazing. But now if you look at their website, there is not even a hint or a suggestion of motorized two or four wheel travel anywhere near it they've been trying to do concerts and stuff yeah. like that yeah and the i mean the what used to be the ski lodge is beautiful I and mean, it's a great well, giant a-frame building it's really cool and i was i told the folks i was like look just let us let us be there let us book the place if we happen to show up with motorbikes wow you know that's a legal form of transportation so if you know if if you know if you if 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 you book the place out and well, you know all these people showed up in motorcycles <clears throat> we didn't know Look, man. Oh, shit those are legal aren't they i mean hey all of a sudden they started riding on the trails and we went and, after them but we only yeah, have one you we made us get side rid of side. Yes. we couldn't we couldn't but we how couldn't gnarly how gnarly are most people going to get on a bike that they rode there Exactly. Oh, yeah. fucking gnarly as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, with this crown? Are you yeah. shitting me? When I mean, I they, had, they had tabletops and jumps and stuff. Oh, I mean, like, yeah. Every, oh, yeah. When I talked to him, when I was having the discussion, I was like, well, you know, what if what if you had an event where somebody booked out your 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 place, you know, up to 175 guests? Steve would have been jumping the URL. And I yeah, said, what if you had an event? And at this event... Everybody who showed up at that event for a wedding shower or whatever it was, or, you know, a wedding. What if every single person that showed up to that event was driving a PT cruiser? 
Wouldn't that be fucking weird? Wouldn't that be insane? Would be kind of the weirdest thing you've ever had happen at your place. They all had polyester suits on and like <laughs> and 70s porn stash. And stick on so wood on the side of their PT Cruisers. I said, but it would be, but that would be significant. And it would be no different technically, though, than if everybody that showed up happened to be riding a two wheeled vehicle. Mm-hmm. I would say notable. That, right. that, that would notable. be notable. It wouldn't be illegal. No. It would cause nobody to call the police, nope. honestly. And if those people hung out and had a good time, I mean, I'm going to a giant fucking hearse festival in, <laughs> at, a, at, a, at a resort that's a hell of a lot nicer than this resort. Yep. Right? We're, we're having the hearse festival this year at, you know, fucking Mohican Resort. It's beautiful. Oh, Renting boats and shit. Nice. Beautiful. Yeah. How many and, hearse powers will be there? Hearse purse? As again, what's it called? Just hearsing around. <laughs> yeah. oh, so anyway, hey. what about this top 10 list? Oh, oh shit. Well, so anyway. We're in an hour and a half. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know, this yep. is a good place to end it, actually. Okay, all right, that's it. Drive fast. No, I'm not going to do that. God damn it. So, be I the first think thing. that <laughs> I think that we're going to talk. So, just uh, just for the sake of, you know, bring it. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh my, oh my god! All right. Fucking children. You know what? We've really gotten slack with this. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> the audio quality went way up. We got 15 fucking cameras. We're taking notes and shit. Well, we're and documenting the the shit show that goes. Well, on, and then Sleepy had to fuck it up, and he's yeah. the, the sound guy. No, because so. you know what? He feels like I built this shit. I can break it. And then it. he was doing you know, like this stop, shit over here. I think the burping really let us down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. He moralized me. Maybe if Dan didn't have such bubbly fucking beer, I wouldn't burp, and then it wouldn't be a problem. Build, build a, <laughs> build a thousand bridges. So back to the list. Suck one dick. Okay. <laughs> Suck one sheep. One, dick. one time in college, and you're labeled right, for you're life. Labeled for life. <laughs> okay. So according to Liza and the Misfits, or the Misfits and Liza, according to Li- Misfits and Liza, number one on their list was the Honda Cub. Wrong. No, worst Wrong. bike in the world. Oh, no. Jesus, what a piece of Oof. shit! No, we all like. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Steve doesn't. Steve, Steve doesn't know. All right, Steve all right. doesn't know. John, what is not a Honda Cub, but what is the best bike in the world? In that same category, a Honda CT ninety or one ten. Totally agree. Yep. Yeah, with, same thing. With but, but again, CT two hundred, but better. All fits in. Again, yeah. again. But just bonus points if it's uh, 1981 or later with a dual range transmission. Well, the we, oh, I agree. Yeah. First agree? of all, no, yeah, it's no a CT200. What's that? I said it wouldn't be a CT200. Yeah, you just have to add uh, chain. Yeah, Bro. you just need the chain. You got to flip the sprocket. And no, add no, chain. I know. I mean, I, I, I know that. But yeah. I'm just saying it's a lot easier to flip a switch. Oh, than yeah, of course. Yeah, CT110. Yep. Yeah. So no replacement for displacement. You've got an extra 20 cc's and you've got a dual range transfer case. Remember we said there's one rule. Best. Best. Yes. If if you guys negotiate, you're just being misfits. Yep. Yep. Got to be the 82 (laughs) CT110. That's it. Right. Done. Best. Yeah. Done. Yep. Yep. You, if you if you want to negotiate, Santa Cruz is that way. Okay. All right. Okay. Number two, they said Honda CB. Now, again, you guys for listening, we are going to try to stay in the categories they've sort of suggested based on their choices. Yep. So you know, we're not going to call. They didn't identify the category by name, but we know where they're going. We're not idiots, right? Um, okay. So the Honda CV seven fifty. Yep. Wrong. Mm. Wrong. Close. Wrong. Close. But, wrong. but no cigar. Yep. Right. Not best. 
not best. And I want to make you say this one because yeah, this you, has kind of been the bane of your existence. Yep. Again. So hearing these words coming <laughs> off saying it's your the best. lips. I know this is heresy. I know this flies in the face of everybody. Keep in mind, I was born in the same year as the Honda CB750. I would rather have the CB750. We share a birthday, but it's not the best. The KZ900 is the best. Yeah. Period. And you've had multiple. I've had enough of all of them to know. To, to tell you, and that, uh, and, yeah. and the values will show you. I mean, mm-hmm. KZ900 in mint condition versus a, a Honda 750. I mean. Both of them are going to be high, but I bet you the KZ. Other than a sandcastle case. As a kid, the sound that made me want a superbike, an old school superbike street bike. Yeah. There weren't any CB750s around, but those KZ900s running around with a four and a one, I fell in love. There could have been a thousand CB750s in my neighborhood, and there probably were. But there only had to be one KZ9. A KZ900, you could hear it six blocks away. (laughs) And you'd run faster than do the ice cream truck. <laughs> oh, the fucking noise of that thing ripping down the street. And none of our streets were long enough to get out of first gear. But yet, I had this one crazy asshole live three streets over for me. I swear to God, I'd hear him start it up. And then it would just be like, what? And I was like, whoa. <laughs> See, that, my experience for that yeah. would be a CBX. Again, good, not best. Well, I love it, and it's honorable yeah, mention. But I'm saying that yeah. what you're auditory, saying, yeah, auditory, but, perfect. But yeah. this guy would did a was a stunter on a CBX, and he had an ice cream truck. His day job was selling ice cream, <laughs> and he would come home and ride his CBX, do wheelies and stoppies and everything on his CBX <laughs> up and down the street. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I love that shit. That's great. All right, yeah, so he sold ice list. cream. He was selling fucking like push up things of tie the sticks out the back yeah. of that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and he's in know, jail I mean, right now. I, I, <laughs> nice dreams, man. Nice dreams. <laughs> All right. So uh, the third bike that they chose in whatever the MB gives category this is was the BMW GS1200. Mm. Fat pig. <laughs> <laughs> Look, whoa, whoa, man, whoa, we're talking about bikes. It's a bike. Right? It's a bike that has make it personal. a just lot of marketing. No, right? but I'm saying that. But what, we're talking about the best. Again, you can say anything you want to prove them wrong. No, I will I'm not allow saying, it. No, I'm not yeah. saying that it's a bad bike. Right. But in it's, the niche that it feels, what's a better bike? Right. I'm going to tell you. Yep. You guys ready? Yep. DR650. 100%. Steve, is what's there, your opinion? Is there anything. That the DR650 can't do. In that class. That a GS can do. Maybe two up. Maybe two up better. Or like the GS better. But but here's the thing. <clears throat> the best, as we said, we're not going to debate it. Right. The best. If if you're in the thing of an actual adventure rider, not a Starbucks rider, not a, a, um, a Ohio adventure rider where we have to drive 9,000 miles to get to dirt. Right. But you're actually driving around the world. You mean um, oh, you mean having an adventure? A real on a motorcycle, a solid like multiple right. week long term adventure. Do you know what happens sometimes when you're having an adventure? You break. You fall down. Yeah. Do you know what is the worst bike in the world to fall on? You a big heavy a BMW G twelve hundred. If you look at it in those terms, yeah. I, yeah. I have a bike. I must ride it around the world. Mm-hmm. I would take the DR six fifty. Well, yeah. not only that, but simple, plentiful. 
And the question no, here no isn't liter- whether or not it like, beats a GS twelve hundred. Okay. The question is, does it beat a KLR six fifty? Because yes. we know both of them beat a GS twelve hundred. I yeah. think. I think yes. Yeah. No, because just because XR of the six hundred L beat them too, and it's the same thing. What it comes down to, I think, about being best is. It's the best. Yeah. It's air cooled. You can't break it. You can't fuck but if with you it. Do it break it, but if it you do go. break it and you're in fucking South Zimbabwe, you can right. probably gonna, still get no ring. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're, no problem. I have to say, I do think, and as much as it, it pains me. It is your me, passport to the world. It's what pains me. It pains me to say this. It would actually be easier to sustain a DR650 than it would be a KLR650. But it's yeah. a carbureted. What? Well, yeah. Yes, but you yeah, want that's car- fine. No, that's what I yeah, want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, right, I'm right, saying right. that I would want a carbureted bike if yes. I was. I'm pretty sure remember, it's light. I'm pretty sure it's lighter. I'm pretty sure it's, it does it's, everything. It's, again, I, a, K, a KLR is a pig. Whatever criteria, whatever criteria made the BMW GS1200 be their pick, the only criteria that gets best in is the approval of your friends at Starbucks. Well, yep. here, check this out. All right here, here's the ultimate thing for this, and you guys can all answer when I ask the question. You're in a sandy region somewhere in the world. Right. And you're on and off that clutch trying not to be stuck. Sure. And when you hit the end of this big sandy patch, your clutch is kind of burned out. Mm-hmm. How many hours of work on a DR650 right. is that? And what do you have to do to a exactly. GS1200? You're better off on a fat cat. Exactly. <laughs> no, but right. I'm just exactly. saying, like, you have to no, steer a GS1200 in half. Yeah. Like, you have right. to take yeah. the bike apart to get right. to the clutch. Yeah. There's no tipping it over, pulling the thing off, and fucking putting and new clutch I honestly plates don't in. think you'd ever have a problem with a DR650. I got a question you for you. You ride around the world and be just fine. Yeah. There's this event that was highly publicized. It was called the Long Way Round. Up, down, round, right. sideways. Up, down, and do you remember around, they started that event? This place down to the ground. Oh. They started mm-hmm. that event on how many motorcycles? Dose. Three. Three. Oh, three, right. The camera yeah. guy. Yeah. 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 So, what, what were they riding at the end of the event? Well, the cameraman was riding a Russian bike. The MZ, yeah. he loved the fuck he out of that. He loved that AK-47 or whatever that they was. Yeah. Like 300 pounds. <laughs> well, they were all dying. He was just pumping through the little things. And, stuff. and, yeah. and how many times did the frame break on the BMW? A couple Multiples. times. But they also had like 175,000 pounds on the back of it. But you, that's but part of the adventure. If they had like an F800, they would have been better off. Well, it didn't yeah. exist back then. Though. No, but what I'm saying is and, that... And it, your argument is exactly right, and it makes the twelve, the BMW 1200 yeah. the wrong bike. That's the wrong right. bike. Right, no, that's it, what I'm fact, saying. That's what I'm fact, saying. In fact, it really does a good job of saying the word best. Best means best. best. And yeah. if that bike can be beaten by its brother, the F800 GS, yeah. then it absolutely the ain't the best. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I agree. If it can be beaten by a smaller version of itself, yeah. then it's it not, ain't the best. It ain't the best. <laughs> I, I think the DR650, for what right. it is and how available parts are and how simple it is it's and how best. light it is, it's the best. It gets the most check marks, yeah. therefore it's the best. It's and the best. honestly, like if you want to, if you want to back stuff up with facts, yeah, look up people that are are currently on multiple year or even ten year round the world sessions mm-hmm. and people that have done round the right. world things and stuff. And there's usually. I mean, there's an assortment of bikes, but you'll find that probably at the top of that list is the DR650. Yeah, well, and, and also the fact that I didn't suggest the DR650. The A person who owns a, a KLR650 suggested... A person who owns four KLR650s suggested the DR650. The DR650. Yeah. I will admit it. Yeah. I own, right now, four KLR650s. How many DR650s do you own? Zero. There you go. Want to hear a crazier number? Do you know how many, number, you know how many DR650s I have owned? Zero. 
Really? <laughs> I've not owned one single DR650. But you know what? I acknowledge that it is a better bike for doing that well, kind of thing. And, and parts. Like, they haven't changed it in 28 right. years or 20, right. whatever. So you're going to get parts. You know yeah. what I mean? There's yeah. no... Like and the I'm, new generations are graphics, right? Yeah. <laughs> like so the reason true. I've always the reason I've always had KLRs versus DRs is my type of riding has always been vastly biased towards the freeway, right? Right. But I acknowledge that every time I've ridden my KLRs in the dirt off road, the guys who are riding the DRs are are having no problem getting away from me. Because it's a, and then when I try their bike on, I'm like, God damn, this yeah. thing's really good in the dirt. It's just a big, stupid right. trail bike. It and, is. And, and it's very versatile too. You can do a lot of things with adjusting. And this is not my knowledge. Just my friend has a real, like he's the king of DR650s. And he's lowered the front and the back to make it a gravel bike. Then he's put it back up for off-road. Then he's done this to make it on-road. Then he's yeah. added this and that. So it's like you. It's like it's a blank canvas that you can really fuck with to, to, for different things. Well, I mean, you know? but you could say the same thing about three hundreds. I mean, you could you could ride a three hundred. No, you can, but I'm, I mean, but as as far you can as say like, the same thing about a CT ninety again. No, no, hold on, but, but hold on. on. It's easy. It's, it's easy, guys. Free, it's e- hey guys, are you are about to become a member of the Misfits. Oh, yeah, you're right. Because, no, okay, that's next so what's, the, going on? <laughs> what's the best? And that's next it. Bike. If right. my aunt had a dick, she'd be my uncle. All right? So, uh, all right. So, what's the next one? All right. So, the next category. The next category, I don't know what the category was, but their winner for that category was the HD Evo. Uh, a little oh, something God. to you guys about the Evo. Cruiser. <clears throat> Cruiser Did category. you just burp in the fucking mic again? No, it wasn't Who me. Who was that? Steve. That was Oscar. Fuck you. It wasn't me. It was Steve. Steve. Steve, I keep me. my bodily gases internal. <laughs> you fucking sent it like it was a goddamn cheap <laughs> cut. Like, come on. So, all right, screwsers. We're gonna get demonetized for that. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> Wait, right. what, did they give it? They, did they give the Evo the nod because it didn't leak for once? <laughs> I mean, seriously, I mean, it was that first Harley that didn't leak. Well, oil. well. To all fairness, if it's the best in leaking, then yes, it would be the best one. <laughs> but I mean, what, what is the, the Evo? Is the Evo? I mean, are they talking about the the whole line of Evos, or are they talking about one particular bike? And now you've found my problem with their list. That's a good question. Okay, because they're not talking about the best. This is the list of the best. I will remind you guys. Hey, guys, you know what this is a list of? The best. Okay, so you know what the best has? The best. Do you know how many qualifications there are about the best? Zero. Squatouches, Chris would say. The best is the <laughs> fucking best. Yeah. Do you know how you know you're not the best? If there's somebody better than you. So if you can see the guy in front of you, you're not the best. Yeah, but how do you even how do you even rate an Evo? I'm gonna do it. Watch. <laughs> it's not the best. It's okay. I'm gonna help you. <laughs> Because they said the HD Evo was the best, and they're wrong. Do you know why they're wrong? If I can prove one thing about how they're wrong, then it's not the best, and we're done. Okay. One, yes, it is the motor that came out. The 80 cubic inch Evo came out in the 80s, saved Harley Davidson from itself, et cetera, dot, 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 go on. They quit leaking, whatever. It's a great bike. It's better than a fucking shovel. Well, they spent more than 12 cents on a gasket. All above. <laughs> but you know what? If the HD Evo's good... And I'm not going to say it's the best, but if it's good, and this is the category. So if the category, if if whatever the category is, and I don't know what this fucking category is. I've tried. <laughs> we tried talking about it. Yep, we were like, yep. is we're it the best cruiser? Because it ain't. Well, we're well, just assuming it's HD. We're no, just assuming that this is. Is it the best Harley? 
Look, dude, this is the category that they put in every magazine shootout that's called throw a bone to Harley. Those poor bastards spend a lot of money on advertising. Okay. This is the category that they put in that is like best cruiser that's complimented by fringe and an overweight man riding it. Okay. Right. right. Let's just say what it is. Best best cruiser you can ride if you're in the Harley owners group. Yep. Okay, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> you can call it fucking whatever you want to fucking call it. But here's the one thing. I have owned a shit ton of these. Yeah. Okay? And I do speak with a certain amount of authority on this. The Evo is nice. And it was great. And it was okay. And it was cool. And, you know, we guys, we had one through here not long ago. A, a original Evo 1986. 80 cubic inch motor and we all kind of went yeah this is really cool and cam you know cam was just in the service department just grinding his junk up against it talking about <laughs> like this is the coolest bike ever because it's you know so much better than my sportster because it was the first big harley that had ever let him touch it okay why wouldn't you call a motor Gucci like a california because it better than- ain't a harley davidson and apparently we're in this category that, we're giving them that niche i'm letting yeah. them know i've never ridden a harley <clears throat> But I've ridden a Moto Guzzi, and yeah. just with my limited experience, I want to believe that it's better. So, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, so what is the best? So, so the best, what is the best? Yeah. Simple. 103 Road King. So 103 Road King, because the Milwaukee 8 that's out right now is having problems. I mean, nobody wants to admit it. It's the new motor from Harley Davidson. It's going to save the company again. It's not. It's having problems. We know for a fact there's one parked right there. Twin Cam 88 will give you problems. So did the 103 correct the uh, cam tensioning yes, thing? Absolutely. Okay, well then... And a 103 is the only motor that I'm aware of from Harley Davidson. I was really holding out hopes. You guys have heard me say I've been holding out hopes from Milwaukee 8, thinking it was perfect. But honestly, I'm on a Milwaukee 8 owners group, and people are having problems. Is is perfect too high of a standard for Harley Davidson? Well, did the, yes. the Evo when it came out in the 80s? Yeah, it was better. It was better than the shovel. Was it perfect? No way. It was a million miles away from any Honda. Yeah. Right. So, but it was still a long way away from Honda bikes. But what I will tell you is in the class of the Harley Davidson, the 103 Road King, and because the Road King, and the reason I say Road King. Road King is the only Harley Davidson I've ever wanted to own. Yeah. And we can go into the various permutations of the FLH chassis. That's fine. But the Road King, to me, is the perfect balancing point. It is the king. It does everything. It It does everything that a Harley does particularly well. So, so it's the best. So it's the best. Okay. Done. There you go. Okay. Their next was their next bike in the next category, which I can only assume is the Vespa Rally 200. Mm. So I know the category they were shooting for. They did it for Bagel. Scooter. Yeah, they clearly yeah. did exactly. it just for Bagel. It's Bagel. They yep. gave Bagel a category. <laughs> it's just like that Harley Davidson thing we were talking about yep. earlier. Yep. Yeah. That's for one of their guys. That was like for Rick or, or somebody. But anyway. So, sorry, Bagel, but the Sim RV 250 were each alive. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> no. On this one, I'm going to say the Misfits got it absolutely right. Yeah, I agree. Oh, or Vespa, Bagel got it right. Bagel got it right. <laughs> yeah. The Without a doubt, the greatest Vespa ever built, is, for my money, yeah. is the Vespa Rally 200. It's the fastest. Yeah. It is brilliant in its execution. Two-stroke. It's beautiful. It's a two-stroke. We're going to throw away all the four-stroke twist and goes and everything. And And you know what? I will, no. And I will even let them be in there because, yes, obviously a GTS 300 is better, right? So a GTS 300 is faster. The suspension is better. The brakes are better. It goes faster. It can go longer on a tank of gas. There's less maintenance. I don't know. But anyway. But point being, Vespa. The best. Vintage. 
the best category. No, no category. No, no, not no, even you're right. You're I'm right. gonna say no, it. You're right. The best goddamn Vespa from 1946 until right now, the best Vespa of every Vespa that's Vespa'd <laughs> is a Rally 200. Rally 200. That's and the true. only thing that I'll allow would be a Rally 180 mm. because the Femsatronic ignition in a Rally 200 is a motherfucker to find. But but you can fix that. It also had the Ducati ignition in the later ones. It did yeah. very late ones, yeah. nineteen seventy seven. Yeah. If you could own one Vespa, rally two hundred, it would be a rally. And rally. the reason, yeah. another reason, I would say rally one eighty would be the rally one eighty does have points, yeah. and the rally one eighty is not as fast, but it's pretty good. But the rally two hundred is fucking fast yeah. by Vespa standards. That's the one to have. It's the one to have. Yep. So that's it. That's okay, number six. They said Honda Goldwing, and they're absolutely right. Honda yeah. Goldwing. So yeah, two in two a row. In a row. Right. So they got because yeah. of which Goldwing doesn't because matter. No, because they're they said, all they the didn't, best. They didn't even. They didn't name a year. They right. didn't say it. So yes, Goldwing is its niche all of its own. And yes, Do you know what? It's great. There is not a single year you can name from 1975 until now where the Honda Goldwing wasn't the best. It was the best. <laughs> it was the best. Oh, Jesus Who did that? Christ. Who the fuck did These that? Fucking goddamn God amateurs. It was yeah. back in the day. Every year it has been the best touring, yeah. like yep. long distance touring. Do you know what the best Goldwing was in 1981? A Goldwing. All of them. Yep. All of them. <laughs> right? Yamaha made the venture. It wasn't the best Goldwing. What was the best Goldwing in 1997? The Honda Goldwing. Oh, yeah. oh nice. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, but I would say that BMW gave them a good run for the money. Never, never, never. Not never. the best though. Never. never even close. Never. There's I, so many factors. If you want to, if it's uh, for what a Goldwing does, and even if you say crazy shit, jump on the shit, highway and yeah. go to jump on the highway and yeah. drive to California. Yeah. Goldwing. Are and you saying a BMW was ever a better Goldwing than a Goldwing? Right. Nope. No, but <laughs> I'm it's a category. What's the best Goldwing? Goldwing. Here, a Goldwing. Goldwing. I mean, Hold I mean, on. But I mean, what are you talking about? But again. So let's just take Steve's thing. Let's join the misfits for a second. Let's throw <laughs> let's throw a bunch of fucking dicks in the room and see if any of them become my uncle, right? <laughs> but let's just do it and let's say the K sixteen hundred LT. I'm not saying that that the newer Goldwings are. I mean, I would say the newer Goldwings are way better than the BMWs. Right, but do you think there's a better touring At what bike? Point? Hold on, is there a in better? In 1975, when the Goldwing came out, what was a better long distance touring bike? Well, you had the R. In 75, would be the slash seven slash seven. But you had the first. I mean, they didn't have fairings, did they? Those the were both of the original ones did no. not have both of those. Steve, you like those Hondas? Were, Just let the Honda be. No, I I love it. You, you know I love Goldwing. All right, so Goldwing. 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 All right, all right. I'm just playing devil's advocate again, here. and that's what got us into this fucking Next. mess. <laughs> you, you know you're what? getting closer and closer to Santa Cruz, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Liza is going to make you her bitch. Steve, you couldn't survive in California. Oh my god. We're buying your ticket already. You're too fuzzy. Yeah. All right. So, okay. Hey, guys, next category, next category, next category. Again, we don't know the categories. We don't know the categories, but I can tell you what they thought was the best We're bike. We're just assuming. <clears throat> they said the best bike in category number seven was the GSXR 750. Mm. This is a tough one. That no, it's not. Tough. They were wrong. So, okay. <laughs> you fucking haven't you learned the rules? They were wrong. Right. But right. they were Your right bike was two of their categories. That That's was just true. to make them yeah. feel good. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even a blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. We'll give them this. Innovative for the time, sure. Yep. Um, beautiful for the time, especially in the 80s. 
six range or yes. something? Sure. Absolutely gorgeous. Not the, the best. best. Not the best. Again. No. The funny thing about this category is the best walks up and smacks you in the face and says, by the way, every magazine in the world said I was better. Right. The best thing about this particular category is there were no shortage of people just going <laughs> as they put fur on their bikes or whatever and tried to make it better. Right. Okay. Steve. Well, okay. In this category, in this category, the best is the Honda NR750. Boom. The best. Do you know why it's the best? Because it was the fucking best. And Nick said, yeah, sure, but you can't buy it. Again, that's something a misfit would say. It existed, <laughs> and it was on the planet, and you can buy it. I found two of them on Cycle Trader. I still, yeah. Mm, I, you eh. can go buy one. I can't buy one. Yes, you so, can. Well, my comment was, I, I what about the GBZs? <laughs> like, you know, the ninjas. No, no. When they, the ninjas came out, I mean, like, the full-fared sport bike? They were they were shocking. The GBZ 900? Hmm, I wonder. You know why I most, wonder. You know why most people had a boner for the ninjas? is because of Top Tom Tom Cruise. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. even so, even so, all those things being said, there is one asterisk. Yeah. Which we will allow for the passage of time. Yep. Because you can't say that the B 51D was the very greatest fighter plane that ever existed when, in fact, an F 14 exists, mm, right? F 16 was better. We do understand, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, exactly. But yeah, you, but you get F-15s my. F 15s are way better than F 16s. You acknowledge my metaphor, right? I will take okay. an F 22 Raptor. Okay, <laughs> but that's the point. And that's the point. I don't like B 25s, so, but you know, yeah, they're yeah, yeah. killed by a stealth bomber, <laughs> dude. <laughs> All right. <laughs> And on that note, cool, cool. <laughs> All, right. So, okay. All right, the only bike, that, the only bike that I was thinking of that actually we came up with mm. that could actually be better, because remember, the NR750 was a finely cut jewel. Yep, it had everything that the best motorcycle company in the world that has the most money to spend on technology could produce and cheat and get thrown out of racing classes. Yep. Old okay, oh, yes, exactly. Is the R1? Yep, 100%. Yep. Fucking A. Because it is hard to argue that it's not the best when people who are on full-on race team bikes that burn up in fires right. buy an R1 on the way to the racetrack and then win the race. Or come in second. Exactly. Well, but, and, yeah. and you can't buy an NSR 750 well, no, and, without... $50,000 at least. But you this? can buy an old There R1. was no money mentioned when it's I exactly. said It's sustainable no, it and it's matter. the best. And all right, all right. And then, then, I'll that, change that. I can't buy an NSR 750. I can buy an R1. Well, not right. only that, but that's how about true. this? A 1998 true. R1 can still mm. keep up and probably beat most of the fucking yes. bikes that I totally are out agree. there right now. Yeah. Probably faster totally than an NSR 750. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's the alt... When I My old buddy bought one when I had a ZX-7, and I thought my ZX-7 was the shit. And I rode his R1, and it scared the living shit out of me. It's It was insane. I still want a Hurricane 1000. <laughs> hurricane 1000? Again, again, these are all yeah. fine and noble bikes. Not Don't get best. me wrong. But it's not the best. Not the best. That's exactly. Now it. you got it. But they're better than a GSX-R750. <laughs> well, yeah, and, 100%. And other things are, right? right. And that's exactly so what's the next well, one. And also, but they didn't define, and here's the problem with some of it. Like, the R1 is pretty much the R1. There's different variations of it, but it's generally the same bike. The Gixxer 750, the slingshot, the early version, is a completely different bike yeah, yeah. than 2004 or mm-hmm. 5, so they didn't change which one yeah. it is. Yeah. 
Right. It became very mediocre in the mid nineties. It was like, yep. a, yeah, hey, another, you know, hey. and yes, I mean, yeah, we are saying an NR forty or an RC forty or an you know NR seven fifty. That's a nineteen ninety two motorcycle, guys. Right, right, and right. So yeah, yeah. And, and but it 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 gets it checks all the blocks, and the shit is fucking amazing. And honestly, I would sit and look at it all day long, and I I've definitely probably touched myself to that bike. It but. has the Ferrari vent. Well, wait, what I mean, year was? It? What about like the two strokes, like the the Gamma and some sure. of those. Weren't mm. those coming out? Like, wouldn't you rather have but a that's final? Not the best. But there's no year. No. No. Yeah, and they're way far away Dude, from being the, the best. The R1, yeah. you could ride in traffic. You could yeah. ride it to school. Yeah. You could yeah. ride it to work. And then you could ride it on the racetrack. Yeah. And Gamma, you're going <laughs> to... But, like, even you know, shit like in, in RZ500, you know, and all that stuff, yeah. I've ridden them. Yeah. They're a long way from being the best. So yeah. so what number are we in? We're number eight. Number eight is the okay. Britain. The Britain. The Britain, Britain V1000. Oh, God. Now, hold on a second. I will tell you guys that um, the Britain V1000... It's a very, very, very special motorcycle. How many, it, how many were made? I don't know. I think like under, 500. Under 1,000. Yeah, right. mm. Definitely so, yeah. under 1,000. Yeah, but, but the Britain is a fantastic, I mean, everything, the story, the the romance about the Britain V1000, it is a true can-do thing. I mean. So this is the exotic race yeah. bike. New yeah, Zealand's, yeah. look, yeah. this is the spirit of New Zealand. I'm, I'm, sure, it's, I'm sure it's fantastic. I don't care. This well, is <laughs> it might be, it might be the best. It's the best story behind a Who motorcycle, cares? right? Mm. It, it's it's fantastic, and I, I mean it is fantastic. Don't do not get me wrong. It is it is the true fucking beautiful, gorgeous, weird looking freak show, Mother Nature. The fucking Britain is a mutant motorcycle. Where do you pull one of those out of your ass? But, oh yeah, you talk about availability, Jiminy fucking Christmas. But, but we don't because it's the best. What, we don't care but, about availability. But here's the thing that I, go ahead, Oscar. No, but that's, that's what I brought up. I mean, if we're talking to like really rare bikes, mm -hmm. I want a Mugen on that list. Well, and that's you it. You can't it, buy it. It's not even right. And, and again, as that great as the Mugen is, it's, yeah, it's as weird great looking. as the Mugen is, and the Mugen's great, it's not the best right and so this is the weird thing yes britain was a mad genius yes britain did things that nobody else could do he did great and everybody everyone says as liza's group would say it's the up the butt bike it has been the up the butt bike for every person who's been on that fucking podcast <laughs> except for me because honestly i look at that thing and i have a problem with it actually i'll be honest i have several problems with it but the, I wouldn't trade my monkey for that bike. The story behind it and everything <laughs> is all part of what makes the bike great. And it is great. And it should be, it should go down in the annals of motorcycle history. It is fantastic. It's, it's, it's legacy. It's pink. Well, it's pink. It, 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 it belongs in It came in other history, colors. Okay. But it is yeah. not the best. Right. It's history. It not, is, not the best. It's legacy. magic. And it's yeah. great. And that's fucking cool and it, it that it's is not that cool it is great it's just however i have to i gotta say that what i think might actually beat it um and this is and this is a hard category because this category is very poorly defined yeah i'm just gonna stay out of this right it's ambiguous but i bit. do think yeah i do think it's an incredibly ambiguous it's category weird. i i think it's just a weird fucking category but what i do think beats it is the mv agusta yeah, the, the mv agusta f4 because 
It's not a clown car. That's sexy. Okay, because it doesn't have a banana coming out of the middle of it somewhere painted pink. (laughs) It was one. It was because it doesn't look like an inverted dog's dick. It gives so many dudes a boner with the four fucking fucking, uh, pipes coming out. If you can get a rear shot of that thing with the four pipes coming out of the back of it, this is the trick I think. Down one down. So here's kind of here's kind of what I think about the. MV Gusta. That's a four input girl right the there. The front end of this motorcycle is so fantastically sexy that you'll die, except for when it turns around. And then when it turns around, like, it's got oh. one half of a pipe organ underneath it. Yeah. Like somebody slid under that motorcycle and said, these go here. That was 2014? And this is, yeah, this is a bike that's now six, seven years old. Damn. And it's been out for a minute. But four and these a things are sick pretty and they sound yeah. great and they 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 have really great reputation on the racetrack etc so in my learned opinion for what it's fucking worth i got to say i think this is better and as long as i think it's better then the britain can't be best <laughs> right? exactly yeah because burn. the fact no it's not a burn it's just it's just fucking logic dude like it's I mean, just logic if true. we okay true. true we have a race right there's Phil, and he's cloned himself. Right. Phil 1 is going to ride the Briton. Right. Phil 2 is going to ride the MV Augusta. Right. Who, what Phil is going to win? The guy who actually is, honestly, I'm not going to want to get on the Briton. It's a freak show. I'm sure that, like, the gear shift is probably an avocado. Phil the Briton. It, the Briton. The Briton is a science experiment. So we're saying Phil number one doesn't okay. have his head in the game on the Briton. How about this one? Raise your hand if He's you He's not think, man enough to wear pink. Where, no, it's not the pink. I would rock the shit out of the pink part of the bike. Raise your hand if you think that that Briton is a better bike even from a spectator standpoint is that britain is that britain a better bike than the mv i mean no, if you no, think it is no okay so there's no. there's there's seven fucking votes for not better it looks like it looks like a donkey standing next to a fucking a, like a, a racehorse there's <laughs> a lot of weird shit going on in this motorcycle yeah, right. and what what we know that it we we know that it's not the best because as much as the story's great it didn't win everything it I was entered. Say, like what what is the performance of it? Like is there any kind of record of like how awesome it was performing wise? I mean I've read articles but I don't I don't think everybody's like oh my god I, I wanted to I wanted to leave Suzuki and and join the Britain Superbike team. Did they keep building it? Well he died. <laughs> <laughs> Did somebody else step in and say this must go on? No that's true. It, okay. It looks like, so okay, it's not so the best. Like the right. Manx dune buggies, okay? Yeah. yeah it looks yeah. like one of those reject dune buggies that Try to copy a Manx. It's, I mean, I love, I love every goddamn thing about it, the romance and everything else. But again, motherfucker's been up this bike's ass for way too long. I just don't like the colors. When you really get up and look at that well, bike, the exhaust, yeah. a lot of things about it are really cool. Yeah. And I've oh. obviously never ridden one of them and never mm-hmm. will. It, right. looks but like I, a, it looks like a Bergman. But it's a fantastic bike. <laughs> <I really laughs> It absolutely, wow. 
it's just when you can't hurt well, him anymore, it looks like a fucking no, that, Bergman. That, that absolutely the does not yeah. look like a Bergman. Well, it is, yeah, Bergman was painted that color. And really, stop, honestly, stop kicking it. It's dead. <laughs> that's a proper burn. I'm just, sorry. <laughs> I like the way we, we're going to take away any credibility we got for our, for our strong ass stance uh, on the MDB stuff. And now everyone's going to go, oh, they're just talking trash. Well, and I will give you this that when we first talked about it, we were just going to pass over this one. Honestly, we were. We were going to yeah, agree yeah. with this. We were going to agree with yeah. it and just let it go. But honestly, I just think that too many people have been sucking well, this bike's knob. And we I right. I think we this bike has gotten more free blowjobs than David Lee Roth. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because they use carbon fiber. People were all so jerked oh, off about true. the carbon fiber. Right. Like yeah. the Back in the day, the yeah, right. they're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. totally like atypical, yeah. asymmetrical, and yeah. let's make it pink yeah. and blue. And, and it, does it have three camshafts? I don't okay. care. No. <laughs> <laughs> Two for the motor and uh, one up your ass. <laughs> John should like it though because it has four sets of points, so he's cool. Yeah, it's got, it's got, it's yeah. got <laughs> two in the pink and one in the not pink. Oh, all right. All right. So there you go. The all right. Next category. Number nine. Ne- number nine. Yeah. Next category. Next category. The winner of next category against the mystery category. You don't know what the category is. The categories mm-hmm. they were very flexible on the categories mm-hmm. because you're not supposed to have any categories when it's the best. <laughs> right. Right. Turns out when you're looking for the best of anything, there's one. Okay. Because whatever the best is is the best. Is the best only until somebody beats it. There's right. nothing. And it's not than the it. best anymore. Nothing. Yeah, better. Exactly. Right. It's not an ambiguous term. Best. Um, they don't give away two first place trophies. I've checked. Well, they do in soccer now for most kids. But. Again, <laughs> <laughs> almost anything you it's can that think kind of, of discussion. there's always something better. It's that kind of discussion exactly. that'll get you on a different podcast. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, <laughs> fucking standards What's to maintain the around here. The next, right, cate- the, next, the next category is won by any 60s Husqvarna. Oh, now, if you Brr. didn't listen to the podcast, I'm going to tell you guys right now, if you didn't listen to their podcast, you have to go back in time and listen to their podcast because the first portion of their podcast is it's fantastic. It's about a guy talking about uh, his product that he, that he sells called fix my hog. And it's brilliant. It's fucking brilliant. It's genius. And I want everyone to subscribe to it for three bucks. They will literally give you all the information that you need. What used to be a series of DVDs to fix Harley Davidson's fucking great, man. Super cool. And I love it. It's like what robot does for Vespa's with his tech <laughs> tips, but for yeah. Harley Davidson's, yeah. what does that have to do with 60 Susquehanna's? Hold on. That was the first three quarters of their podcast. The last three quarters of the podcast was this thing we're talking about right now. Okay. So there's, there's six quarters. Yeah. No, because they said that for the next half an hour, long, yeah. Steve, they said for the next half an hour, we're going to talk about the top 10 bikes oh, and, and it took- didn't last a half an hour. Yeah, okay, okay, How right. the hell did we totally lose our fucking sound guy? This guy's off the rails. Yeah. <laughs> we just don't even no brown liquor. What are you talking no about? Liquor. He's doing rails in the back. I don't know. You ever snort Sneef off a top 10 list? <laughs> you know, I should probably just say that these guys emptied my cooler for the first time in months. Oh, there it's you go. fucking empty. We have a lot more good, though. Thank you, though. Well done on emptying Dan's supply. <laughs> All right. 60s Husqvarna. Uh, here's where I will say the only thing that I can think of, well, a lot of things that I can think of, you know, and again, God damn it, give Steve McQueen his fucking due, right? Because we all know. He can do no goddamn wrong, right? But, but, the CR250 is better than, and in the world of motorcycles that go in the dirt, Mm -hmm. which I think is what this category is all about, I don't think there's any motorcycle that is 
better and unequivocally yeah. better than a well-ridden CR250. And we were even talking about like the more is more thing, CR500. But honestly, I've had those things knock my dick in the dirt from just like teasing them. Like that bike, the well, CR500 is a bit uncontrollable. Yeah, well, and we're going to still stay sort of in the niche. They're talking 60s. We don't want to jump ahead right. 40 no, years. The best I mean, is the best. Well, I mean, time doesn't matter well, with the best. I just but think. got to be. I mean, but I would say that you'd have to throw in, the YZ one twenty five or YZ two fifties in the mix too, because oh, because then you got to go to the RMs too, because every fucking okay. person had an no, RM. But, yeah, but, okay, but, so but hold on, hold on. Were the, <laughs> everybody, plane tickets been bought. We're gonna, we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna line the three dicks up in a row. Okay, we're gonna measure from the top, not the bottom. Yeah, because okay. the bottom is Jake. The bottom is bullshit. Yeah, you get all, <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay, but let me let's look at it this way. We go back into the 60s. Right. You were looking at greaves and stuff like that. The idea, you know, six days trials and stuff. Right. What were the first purpose-built off-road bikes? Absolutely. And, and some of those were, and some of the Husqvarna's were some of the first purpose-built. The Os- Pentons and the Husqvarna's were running right next to each other. But you said something there. Yeah. You said the Pentons. Right. And so, I mean, would, you know, if you go back and look at a Penton versus a Husqvarna. Eh. And if I take a Penton and I run it against even an 86 CR250. But then, it, but yeah. then, it's, well, I'm right. just saying, I'm talking more like the Elsnores when you talk about sure. MT250 Elsnores, fantastic. A 74, yep. so, like as soon as yep. the, the, the Honda got into the game with Absolutely. that bike, all those other ones go out the And door. there are arguments, but those arguments lead to one thing discussion that does something to distract us from <laughs> the best. And the best. Because when we say Yamaha, we say YZ250, right? And we say, okay, we've got the Yamaha sitting there. That's the same year, Yamaha. The same year, Husqvarna. The same year, Honda CR. Of those three, which is the best? The CR250. There we go. CR250. When we're done. That's it. In and, 1981, and this is, the CR250 was This there. is the easiest it, category to look at and be like, we I mean, we have data sure. that shows. Ridiculous amounts of data. Yeah. And, yeah. and I don't disagree. Yeah. But Honda right. uh, was pushing, in at that time, yeah. Honda was pushing all to, to make the four strokes uh, on the same level as the two strokes. Sure. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying that, but we're looking at two stroke, you know. I'm looking at, historically speaking, look back in time and see what color bike was standing in the first place of the no, it was, finish. No, it was Honda. It was a red bike. Yeah. Yeah. Steve, it took almost, I mean, it's only been in the last maybe 10 to 20 years where a 254 stroke could compete with a 252 no, stroke. No, I understand that. But in, in the 70s, when yeah, I was growing up, I mean, the, the YZs were what most people had. I mean, at least were, you know, the guys that I knew. But Honda sponsored, was sponsoring my a uh, uh, number of my friends on four-stroke Hondas to try to introduce the four-strokes into that realm. Right, and I'm didn't not saying they, they, but I'm not, I'm not saying that they, they were start, better than those. I'm just saying that the Honda, the R and D was really geared towards the four-strokes and not towards but weren't the they racing, CRs. Weren't they racing 450s against 250s back then, the 454 strokes versus the 250s? No, they were, well, my friends were racing 125s oh, and okay. 250s. And that's a very good point because that's exactly what I was thinking. You're all wrong that the CR125, in most cases, is the fastest bike on a motocross course. <laughs> like, yeah. they kick ass. and yeah. No, that, they are, and they do. 
But yeah. what all I'm saying is that our, I mean, though Honda had that offshoot, right? They were putting their money, their R and D money, into the four strokes because they knew that, that was the future. I mean, that's all yeah. I'm saying. I'm not yeah. saying that. I'm not saying that they were the best in the category, which they weren't. Right. Well, let's just open it up then, and, like they did, and just say any Honda dirt bike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. For any generation, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. and that's and that's absolutely true. And it is, it is. I mean, that is that kind of a thing that you know. <laughs> Dirt Bike Magazine did this shit years ago, and they they kind of ripped through it, and they were like, "What's the greatest MX bike of all time?" Dirt Bike Magazine went through it, and you know what they came up with? The Honda. Yeah. So I mean, and it's and they didn't ask me, they didn't ask you, they didn't ask you or any of us other bullshit, not not dirt riding motherfuckers. They asked me actually. <laughs> Just saying. That's because you could fit into that leather jacket. Right. Right. I believe the Suzuki TS two fifty was. Yeah, there you go. Uh-huh. I mean, it came out That's in nineteen sixty nine. It had twenty three horsepower. Yep. Yep. I totally agree. Yeah. But, but yeah. look at the electrics now. I mean, the electric bikes now tear up everything. Of course. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. it's really a it's a really yep. a age or a generational thing. Yeah, according to Dirt Bike Magazine, people that know a thing or two about this, um, number two, number two was the Honda 1974 Honda CR125. Okay, that was number two, right? Um, and and fucking goddamn well deserved it. And the number Those one, are the Elsers. That, yeah, that's yeah. an Elsinore, yeah. dude. That's an Elsinore. Um, but number one was the 2008 Honda CRF 450R, oh. which is a four-stroke version of the right. CR250. Right. 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 Exactly. The ballpark. We're there. So yeah. boom. Best. It's surprising though that the, uh, a lot of people are crazy for the XR400, the yeah. Honda XR400. It like has a cult following. Enduro again, riders like why? really love the shit out of they that. They love bike. it because it's really usable. And it is fucking, I've had those things. They're fucking totally usable. And we wouldn't have the GB500 without it. Yep. We wouldn't have a lot of the single cylinder 500cc bikes are go to that for their foundation and their roots. So well done, Honda. You did it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I dig that shit. So yeah, I'm going to stay, I'm going to stick with CR250. You know yep. why? Because it's the fucking best. And, and, you know, in case I wasn't right, people with the Go last, fuck your head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Number 10, mystery category. Number, number 10, they just said any Honda 70cc. What the fuck, man? That's not even, what the fuck does that even mean? Well, especially since they already had the Cub as the first one. Right. 10th category will be any word that comes out of Liza's mouth. Now, Best bike, like, whatever, Honda. Well, whatever that category. Rubber dick, rubber dick. If, if right, you want to exactly. go there, let's specify right. the Trail 70. Or the Trail 9, whatever, because that bike is... Yeah, but you could call it, you could say it's an XR70. Mystery category. No, 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 no. If we're going to say any Honda 70, then clearly it would be the SL70 would be the best Honda 70. Without a doubt. In my mind. Not even, and you know what? And fucking, and I will say, if you want to say the best, you're fucking right. Because an SL70 is a magic I bike. would argue that the best Honda 70 is yeah. the CB77. No, okay, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, that's a good, that's a good callback right there, my friend. So, uh, yes, the Honda SL70 is, is clearly of the Honda 70s. If you're going to say any Honda mm. 70, then that's not the way this game is played. 
You said best. And if you're going to say best, <laughs> then you got to say the best Honda 70 is the SL70. Because right. that motherfucker's awesome. But let's entertain this. Yeah. What about a Kawasaki KV7075? 70, no. Not better, not better than an SL70. Okay. It's what snuck. about an XR75? Huge following in the XR75s. Oh, people yeah. still race those today. I know, Grown but men. it's... Okay, but anyway, but that they're all wrong. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Because the best undefinable bike in the best undefinable category is the Honda Superhawk. Yep. And the yeah. reason it wins... <laughs> Okay. Well, we're just gonna have a correction here. You made a best of you made a top ten list and you didn't include a super hawk, you fucked up. Right. First of all. And True. second of all, it wins in that unidentifiable strange tenth round category because it's the best twice. Because both versions of the Honda Superhawk are both the best. So you can have a sixties Honda Superhawk. And it's the best. Is it better than a Honda Dream? Yeah. Yes. Anyone have any? Yes. Anybody disagree? No. no. Is it better than a Honda Dream? No doubt. Exactly. <laughs> right. Is it better than a Big Bear? Yes, it is. Okay. All right. Is it better than, I don't know. A, uh, what do you got, man? What's in its era? Anything British. Oh, my oh. God. Is it better than any of the bikes it walked all over that had twice the CCs it had? It is, because it did. It walked all over them. It made the magazine cover for beating anything that came from ye olde Englandy. No competition. And it had electric start. It had so many Boom. things And the electric that start were worked. It did work. Exactly. <laughs> and it didn't leak. Right, exactly. So the Superhawk, so not only was that Superhawk the best. can touch then, this. Yeah, it can't. But then, as a remarkable thing that only Honda can do, Honda, not not enough to fuck you with one dick, but fuck you with an entirely different dick many, many years later and still be the best at it. Honda did the VTR. Honda did the Superhawk. So Honda did the Superhawk 1000. And do you know what it did? It said, hey, Ducati, that's adorable. Mm -hmm. Suzuki, nice try. We're going to show you the right way to do a 1,000cc V-twin. And yes, the fucking Superhawk, the Honda Superhawk. And is, RC51 slash. I again, will take an RC51, exactly. please. Exactly. Nikki Hayden version, thank you. I'm going to tell you, <laughs> the Sonder, the fucking Honda Superhawk. And I have owned them, and I love them, and you can put numbers of miles on them. They look good in red, black, and yellow, which is very hard for a motorcycle company yeah. to do. It's a goddamn gorgeous bike. The radiators are going the wrong way. You know, it's a V-twin. It makes noise. If you don't get a boner riding this bike, you're dead. One of the best sounds was hearing Nikki Hayden go down mid-Ohio. Or maybe you're just a girl, but at okay. 100, 100, <laughs> at 190-some miles an hour yeah. on his, his own version his own of bike. the RC51, yeah. just wailing, yeah. man. RC51s are amazing. And if in case, in case you need to talk about the bike that nobody's talked about, and I'm kind of happy that they didn't talk about it, right, is the Vincent Black Shadow, yeah. right? Because 
if you need to have a black shadow. I'd rather have a Burroughs superior. Fuck you. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. But in case you did need to have a black shadow, the good news is that you can have a black shadow with an RC-51 motor in it. Oh, wow. Yeah. And if that doesn't make Woo. the Superhawk the best motorcycle in the goddamn world, I don't know what does because you can turn it into a fucking black shadow. Oh my God. Well, it already was. So. All right. <laughs> Slow clap. Mic drop. Mic drop. Mic drop. <laughs> and on that, <laughs> and on that great news. Remember, folks, ride fast and take chances. Play us out of here. Bye. 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 Bye.